day of April 2020 COVID. Monday, I guess. It was any day of the week really having meaning anymore. Another day in hell. <laughs> What's going on everybody? Uh, Entropy, YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, Spotify, and all of the, uh, the other I don't know if you're at, if you're listening to it, you're somewhere where you're supposed to be. If you want to find this, if you don't, if you don't want to listen to this, you're probably trapped. You're probably been captured. And, um, you know, you're probably, you're probably a Circulonian POW and you're being uh, forced, uh, fed broadcast propaganda right into your face. And we will never let you go until you capitulate. Don't worry. It's, uh, you will sign the waivers. You will sign the forms. You will join the Diagonian shock troops. And uh, or you will or you will stay. You will stay in our prisons in the salt mines. And um, <laughs> the only way out is death. Unfortunately. <laughs> hey, guys, how's it going? Reverend Chad, how are you? He says, hi, Cesus. We love you for keeping us safe. Oh, that's very heartfelt of you. Scarpelli, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? Hey, oh, seeing you got some beauty sleep. Oh, oh, yes. Very, very funny. Very good. Oh. I can't even, I can't get a minute around here. I can't have a moment's notice. You know, I try to take a little nap. You know, I'm trying to just, I did the top interview. I was tired. I was up late. I was like, you know, I'm just going to lay down for a minute. I'm going to take a little, little tiny nap. And I can't even do that because, you know, Morgan will just torment me. Apparently while I'm sleeping. And I didn't even know this happened. I was asleep. And all day long this had been going on. People are laughing at me. Oh, that's great. And I don't find out until after the stream. And, and uh, this is, you know, when I end up with the. Yes, I am fighting right now. <laughs> oh my God, you had quite a time, boy. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh 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 perfect. Yes, you just use every filter imaginable. Oh, why not? You know what? What, what else? We, I'm a frog now. How? What? Is, did you do this all afternoon? How many is there? I'm a horse now. That's, what is that? The, so oh. Go back, Scarpelli, I think. Someone commented on that one. What? Who did? Scarpelli, why didn't you tell me this was going on? Oh, this is ridiculous. How many more? Okay, I think I've seen them all. My God. You think? I love you and stuff. I thought I could sleep near... No, you can never you can never sleep around here. You can't sleep. There's no there's no time for that. Someone will always take advantage. It's like the Klingon, you know, 
empire here. You take you take a minute off, someone's gunning for you. Somebody's trying to cut your neck and take your take your shit. She's gonna end up taking over any minute, any day now. And I, there's nothing I can do about it because I gotta sleep. She doesn't sleep ever. So I mean, I'm at an obvious disadvantage here. It's just a matter of time before I'm smothered in my sleep. But there's worse ways to go, and I would welcome it at this point. I think it might be. I, you know what? It might be all right. It might be okay. Um, Papa Headfake, how you doing? How are you, man? Kind of am rich. She says if you wanted Scarpelli. So I guess this is this is his pen. This is his penance. My, my beauty sleep. Hey, oh, hey, am I looking good? Yeah, don't, look, don't look as bad as I did as a horse. Hey, um, Kyve M. Rich says, if you wanted the vaccine out, if you wanted the vaccine out, I salute you. Back to the gym. Back to sports. Back to work. Don't get boosted. Fuck these clowns. I wouldn't recommend it, but I'm not a doctor, and I'm not allowed to make these recommendations. <laughs> secret Asian man. Oh, he's now he's a secret. He says your eyes were more Chinese than mine in the last stream. You're my brother. <laughs> well, you see, I've been told this is coming from the, the strange, you know, I do have a little bit of a... So I'm, as as many of you may be aware, and apparently the, you know, the shills over at the Everybody is a Nazi school are, are apparently unaware um, because I was caught, I see, uh, wearing some kind of Nordic uh, imagery. I'm Danish. My grandmother is from Denmark. And uh, legend has it. That Genghis Khan uh, raped so many people that he's actually related to most living uh, humans to this day, and uh, th that could be a part. Of, that could be a reason. You know, a lot of the you know, parts of people in that that end of the world have a little bit of a little bit of a slant there. I include. Maybe it's just a, a fun genetic feature. Maybe I'm part Genghis Khan. I maybe some kind of part Mongolian conquering warlord. I have no idea. I, I don't know. I don't know. I do have a tendency to to want to ride horses and crush things. I don't know why that is. That could be why. There could be a number of reasons. Um, it really isn't important right now. I've got bigger problems, but maybe, yeah. I'm definitely not Chinese, but maybe close. You never know. I do I do like the throat singing. That's cool. You know what? Maybe this is starting to add up, actually. Anderson Paladin, you might be on to something. Old Ross Garp says, good to see you happy, bro. Thank you very much. I am. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's definitely been a minute. How are you guys on YouTube? How's it going? Um, probably why you're short. Haha, <laughs> very funny, Tazaniko. Very good. I'm five foot nine in, in, in a bit in change. I will have you know I am the height of the average Western man. So, whatever. I'm only... I don't have a lot going for me genetically, all right? I'll, I'll put it that way. But I can't go outside. I'll catch fire immediately because I'm that one. I, let, me, let, me, let me just clear this up right now. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know. The, the Twitterati uh, gossip people are, are now believing that uh, I'm, in fact, First Nations. I've betrayed, I've betrayed my people, I guess, or something. Do I, do I look that? Do I look like, a, like I'm a First Nations member to you? I, I can't go out in direct sunlight. It, the entire month of July, I have to stay inside. I will catch fire. If I'm direct, I need to wear, I have a giant sun hat. I wear a cape. I, I do a whole. I, I I may be a vampire, but I'm I'm definitely um, not not in, indigenous. I mean, as as great as that would be, because I could have automatic weapons. I could do, I could do all kinds of things. I would take full advantage of that. I would take man. I would take so advantage of of a status card or something because you know it's the federal government. Take everything you can get from these folks. <laughs> Unfortunately, sorry, I'm just too hot. I'm very hot. I'm pretty much the most whitest man you will ever find. And if you don't believe me, you can uh, watch me dance for a small fee of $1,000, and you will be, you'll be very, you'll be convinced, unfortunately. Um, what the hell was I talking about? I don't even remember. Um, Twitter people. So, yeah, the, um, YouTube, that's, you know, good for you. Thanks. Uh, Rumble as well. Thank you. Hi, guys. How are you? Thanks for, thanks for stopping in. Um, 
<laughs> Evidence honks for Hillier. It says, actually, you do look First Nations to those who have researched who actually got to North America first. Hey, you know what I just found out the other day? Actually, we were down in, in uh, you know, big, uh, you know, one up for, for Yarmouth, the based town of, of Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. It turns out there's a lot of cool people down there. Um, it turns out they found an old rock down there that had Nordic carvings in it that they believe may have, in fact, been the work of Leif Erikson in, like, 1000 AD or something. So, in theory, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's totally possible, I suppose. But uh, I thought that was good. I'd never, I had not known that, and I, I don't know where it is. We were going to look for it, but ran out of time. I'm not that impressed with it. I mean, I'm not that, you know, interested in seeing a rock, but um, that is pretty cool. Plutarch says probably around the 1100s or so, depending on who you believe. It was cool to see. I don't know. It's interesting. Anyway, um, I do got to drink that and, and do some stuff. What is this? Uh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just riffing and, and trying to think about what the hell, how the hell I'm going to explain this now over the next <laughs> minute, couple of minutes and, uh, and, and get to it. I'm going to move the screen over here so I can look you in the eye as I seduce you. Um, you know, the federal, remember, I, I did hit on the entire federal agency of CSIS last time, I think. Was that last stream or the one before that? I, it was, it was aggressive. It was sexually aggressive. Um, I'm not going to apologize for it because I enjoyed it. They enjoyed it. The audience enjoyed it. I mean, there's nothing to apologize for. Everybody had a great time. If someone was offended by that, that's your fault. Um, but you know, maybe I can, maybe that can be a regular thing. Maybe I'll just attack, uh, you know, multiple, they, they liked it. See, Glenn says they liked it. I think a lot of people liked it. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> what do we, where do we begin with this? Um, what? Vancouver. Uh, Leif Erikson is the shit. They made his statue huge in Iceland. Yeah, yeah. The old, the old Viking tradition. You know, I'm, I'm Danish. So, I mean, how dare you, how dare you mock my ancestral heritage like this and, you know, call me a, all kinds of names based on, you know, no evidence. Speaking of no evidence. Now, Baguette says, you missed the last stream. It's too bad. The last one was was wild. I was ripped out of my mind. It was crazy. Did you know Antarctica has an underground um, arena where the, the elites build centaurs, half man, half horse people, and they hunt them for sport? Um, among other things we discovered on uh, Friday. Wednesdays was wild, too, and I'm probably going to get pretty ripped on this one as well. Um, so, you know, bring, bring, your, bring your, your hats if you're going to be weird because it's, it's going to get weird. Uh, somebody asked me about Antarctica early in the stream. I was like, there's no way I, I'm not talking about that. It's not, I'm not weird. I'm not nearly, it's not weird enough. And then it got weird. And then we went there and it got, it got, it went to places. All right. So good evening, federales. I know you're watching because you've told me and you told everyone else and you've interviewed my friends and you've interviewed all kinds of people. And I had a good streak. Uh, you know, of not being contacted by by federal authorities and qu and quest having questions about the, you know, the the empire of Diagalon as as it is known affectionately by its, you know, uh, approximately two hundred ninety million citizens. <laughs> I'm just pulling numbers out of my ass because it's almost like it's made up. I'm not going to say which agency. Um, you guys think you know which one it is, and I'm not sure if I'm going to correct you or not. I'm not even totally positive. Uh, it was a little weird, but uh, they definitely did their homework. They knew a lot of stuff. You know what they did know? They knew that uh, they know that this is ridiculous. Um, the thing is, how do we explain? This? Oh, it, it, this is such a. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a video in the future, in the near future, and I'm going to um, try to try to try to pack this up into a, into five to seven minutes and explain this very very clearly to a lot of people. So it's 
you know, not confused. But I mean, I've I've done this before. I've tried. They don't listen. You know, and by they I mean the um, the political hacks at the. Uh, why is the screen so weird? There we go. The um, the hacked hatchet uh, squad, the the liberal partisan, uh, you know, communist hatchet squad that is paid to defame people and make them look insane and ridiculous. Um, they jumped a shark a little bit, a little a little bit. Um, see, it's one thing to tell all kinds of lies and hyperbolic rhetoric and and. Um, inflammatory statements and 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 put scary images of Ooh, Charlottesville, oh, different thing, things that I have nothing to do with or none of us have anything to do with. And, uh, you know, draw half-baked, uh, you know, conspiracy theories and conclusions about, you know, myself and my friends and so on. That's one thing. And and then get the, you know, using the, you know, a, a sustained media campaign to drum up fear and uh, suspicion at uh, myself and, and you guys and others. And uh, and then, you know, motivating the authorities of this country to investigate up to the point that it is discussed in the House of Commons and the Senate, if you're in the United States, that's basically our Congress, um, this, uh, this, this meme country as a threat to national security. That, that's one thing. Now, to, it would help if there was evidence. <laughs> you see... If you're if you're gonna try and sell people as uh, you know domestic terrorists and you know a, an underground militia and all these kinds of things that that needs to exist because if it doesn't exist, what happens is uh, these these federal agencies and authorities that that you know trust the you know experts who have already been caught lying on TV multiple times and, and are, that's that's gonna be that's gonna come back to bite them eventually. Don't worry about that. Uh, oh no, my screen's getting weird. Um, the hell was I saying? You're, you're gonna you're gonna want to have, have evidence of this. So if, if they go around and spend, you know, ten, twenty, fifty million dollars, I have no idea. I know that I'm being investigated in multiple provinces by multiple agencies. I know many of my friends have been questioned, and you know, uh, by um, by CSIS, by the RCMP, by other police agencies, and on and on and on it goes. They're digging up. Um, they're trying to. Some of them are trying to intimidate uh, my family and friends. Um, they're digging up ex-girlfriends. They're talking to all kinds of people. How much is this costing exactly? How much does it cost to find out that a, a meme country whose vice president is a, a goat figurine who time travels, but only for evil? He has a serious narcotics problem, Phil. How much does it cost to, to figure that out? And then once you figure that out, then what do you do? Then what do you do with that information? You take that to your boss? Well, did you catch the terrorists? Well, yes and no. Um, we did confiscate the goat figurine. However, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, there, there is no militia. It doesn't exist. I'm not hiding it. It does not exist. And the fact that these people have spun up these agencies to go and run for something on a, on a witch hunt to find something that doesn't exist, uh, somebody's going to have some explaining to do sometime soon, I would imagine. Um... I mean, I, I don't want to have to, I wouldn't want to be the one to explain that. And, and you know what? Um, one of them said to me, and this is almost a direct quote. He said, I haven't, I didn't know anything about any of this for the is, screen is flickering. Is the, is the camera flickering on you too? Or is it just me? I don't know what the fuck is going on. Don't you die on me, expensive camera. I'll be very upset. I've been, you know, he's, I, I didn't know about any of this, any of the online stuff. I mean, they're they're cops and they're investigating. They don't they're they're looking for actual you know terrorists and criminals and these kinds of that's what the, that's what they do. 
And so all this is new to them. And he said, I've been investigating this for four weeks now, and I can't find any substantiation to these things that these people are saying on the Internet and in the media. How did this happen? Please explain this to me. Please explain this to, to me so this makes sense, because I don't know what the hell is going on here. So I did. So, again, <laughs> and I'm going to read this um, as well. Uh, something else I, I shared on Telegram as well. I recommend you, you get that app and follow me on there. Or, and lots of other people. It's, a, it's great. It's, it's fairly uncensored. You can kind of, you know, you're free to say things on there without being completely banned immediately. I mean, you still have a chance. Um, now, this was sent in by a friend of someone. I'm, I don't know who this guy is, but when they mention Chris, it's uh, Chris Lysak. Um, the, the guy's arrested in Coots, Alberta. Uh, and it was uh, sent in to, to someone who shared it to the rest of the community by you know, one of the guys there. And the subject is, says, political prisoner uh, Anthony o- Olenek. Is that how you pronounce his name? I'm not sure. And uh, this is just what I heard. This is what I read, uh, you know. What I shared, and it's consistent with other things that I've heard and what I've read, and you know, with the whispering, the whispers among the halls are, are saying. It says, On the weekend, Tony and Chris were asked to meet with a couple of highly ranked guards at the Lethbridge Correctional Facility. The guards told them that they had fully expected to be having trouble with them when they were first incarcerated and thought they would be dealing with a couple of white supremacists who would be trying to recruit members in prison. After 50 days in prison, the guards said they have heard nothing but great things about them from the other guards and informants. Uh, They said they, or probably inmates, he meant to say, I hope. Uh, They said they've never seen anything like this before, how prisoners could be be so far from what the RCMP and media portrays them as, that they feel they are genuinely regular citizens and they felt that they shouldn't be confined to where the criminals are held. They were offered their own private quarters with their own TVs and full privacy. That that would be nice. I hope that's true. This will carry a lot of weight for their bail hearing. Tony was visited, uh, I think that's Anthony, uh, by his new lawyer for the first time, uh, Mr. Alan Hepner, on Sunday, April 3rd. He had retained disclosure from the RCMP as it was still being withheld from the court proceedings. Weird. Mr. Hepner confirmed that there is no evidence submitted that proves conspiracy to murder cops or anyone, that there is a lot of bits of, uh, there, are, there is a lot of bits and pieces of evidence, wiretaps and RCMP, of some people with high emotions doing a lot of venting, nothing more. Unfortunately, uh, we still need to follow the legal process by starting to build a strong character case for Tony's bail hearing, uh, which we are hopeful will be ready to present in a month or so. This has proven to be easy, uh, parentheses, given his great reputation in, in his hometown, but difficult in the sense that people are extremely hesitant to put anything out there that might make them a target. The Emergencies Act scared people, and so did all the talk of Coots arrests having strong ties to radical white supremacists with violent motives. We have repeatedly come across this issue and have had to beg people to even talk with us. We feel it's important to get the truth out about how these people were used to uh, invoke the Emergencies Act, which ended both Coots and Ottawa protests successfully. These freedom fighters are political prisoners, and even their fellow freedom fighters are scared to acknowledge that they have been thrown under the bus for the cause. The truth needs to be shouted from the rooftops. Now, this again is the work of the uh, nefarious uh, troll organization, I guess you could call it. There, there's, you know, the hack jobs over at the Canadian Anti-Hate Network and others, and there are other you know, paid uh, goons on, on Twitter and so on to create this hysteria around a neo-Nazi white supremacist militia that doesn't exist. And because of that, um, it, it appears, and I'm going to refrain from making any definitive statements because I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. Um, I don't know anything more about it than, than what I just read and what I've heard from people and what has been presented in the media. However, 
I feel that there may be some shenanigans going on, and uh, I let's just say I'm suspicious of the you know official narrative of this because they really wanted this protest gone. They wanted this shut down, and they needed a boogeyman, so they they made one. Um, that's my opinion, and um, that's going to be a problem if that turns out to be the case. And these guys get out, then what happens? Where's the not? Where where's the uh, where's the dangerous white supremacist gang? Where's all? Where's the evidence? Where's all the plans? Where's the hierarchy? Where's the rank structure? Where's the code of conduct and the membership uh, creed and the fees and the gathering? They don't exist. You're having a hard time finding them because they don't exist. They never existed. <laughs> Some family barbecues and regional get-togethers for for peer uh, you know uh, you know peer support in a in a social club does not constitute a, a vi- I don't know if it's ignorance, how much of it is ignorance, how much of it is malice, or how much of it is just dumb, struck, idiotic, pathetic, pussyfoot and fear that you, you, you're this afraid of just men hanging out, that that automatically must mean <laughs> that this is, a, this is an ISIS cell. I think it's a, probably a mixture. I don't believe everyone involved is is intentionally, you know, malicious or ignorant or, um, you know, but definitely some of them, for sure. And uh, because of that, um, a lot of innocent people are getting their lives turned upside down and screwed with and um, their families and so on. You know, uh, those guys have kids, you know, those little kids and their, and their fathers are being, you know, held in prison for what? No one knows. We can't say. We don't know what, there's so much scary evidence, but we can't show you what it is and there's a publication ban and all of this, like, it's, it's crazy. And uh, that's what the lies of these, these people have led to. And um, I think they're probably going to have to account for that at some stage. Because uh, that's quite the, somebody gives you a hot tip and you go and, you know, bust a community up and throw a bunch of people in jail and it turns out it was nonsense. Well, now whose ass is it going to be then? Or it's not going to be theirs. They're going to look for somebody to hang. <laughs> You know, Drew, do the math, do the math. Um, so, you know, there's going to be more lawsuits and there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of shit going on, but. Um, it's nuts. I mean, you, they've, they've taken away. You, you can't even really peacefully protest in this country anymore. All that needed to happen and all that anybody wanted to happen, and all that I've said, and, and as far as I could, was aware, everyone else was saying, is that these people um, wanted a dialogue with the federal government to you know, address what they felt was an egregious uh, violation of their rights. They wanted people to have their, their jobs restored, which they believe were unlawfully terminated, unethically, immorally, illegally, uh, taken from them, the rights taken from them. Unvaccinated Canadians in this country still can't get on a plane or a train or a bus or use public transit or, 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 or and so on. The amount of damage that's been done to the, the economy, our society, our, our families are fractured now. There's, there's divorces. There's, you know, siblings fighting with each other. And, and the, the damage is just, it's insane. It's ridiculous. It's out of control. And their needs, and, and we were never asked for any, any of this. There was no input. There was only dictation from the state saying, this is what's happening, do it. This is what's happening, do that. This is what's happening. No one ever asked us if we were okay with this. There was no votes. There was n- nothing like this. 
So they wanted to, to, like this. Some this needs to be addressed. This needs to be dealt with. And that was uh, you know, that was the intention. Like, what what else do you want them to do? Right? They don't answer the phone. They don't answer emails. You can't. It's not like you can go to Parliament and ask what. Like, how do you? Uh, how do you? How do you? You know, get their attention and, and have your voice heard. So that's what these people tried to do. And uh, rather than listen to them, rather than 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 view this as the symptom of a serious problem, which it is. You know, James Thomas said that we're a nation in crisis. I agree. Um, there's a, there's a there's a lot of scared people and and on every side now because it's very getting pretty getting pretty sporty out there. That you can't even make jokes anymore. You might end up in jail. Um, all that had to happen was people to have a dialogue, sit down and talk with these people, stop censoring everybody, stop with the bullshit, t- kick CBC out of the room. No, 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 no. Here's the facts. Here's what's going on. Stop hiding from reality. We're going to talk about this. We're going to address this. We're going to get, and we're going to figure this out. And, uh, people need to be held accountable for what, what's been happening, what's been done. And the longer that this goes on where, where there is no accountability, people are allowed to just, uh, you know, get away with everything. And uh, a, a lot, thousands, millions, tens of thousands, millions of people are, you know, feel as though they have no voice in this country. No one speaks for them. There is no political party that represents them. They're more than happy. You know, uh, Big PP is more than happy to just step right over them. He doesn't give a flying hoot about these people. He's busy uh, buying, you know, using, getting Bitcoin shawarmas and doing photo ops. He doesn't care. And for two years, he had nothing to say. Nothing to say about the... the um, the losses and the the rampant suicides and the 30-year high murder rate and the overdoses and the fentanyl being flooded into this country. Just widespread destruction, social destruction everywhere you could see. And he just, you know, focused on the one thing that he knew how to do, which is economics and the inflation, you know, which is good. However, you want to be the prime minister? Somebody wants to be the prime minister of this country and you, you don't recognize what's being done to a vast segment of the population of this country that you know people are really struggling and hurting to the point that again suicide and murder and overdoses are at decade highs uh more people are trying to leave this country than ever since the 1970s those are not good things those are not those are not indicators of a healthy um society that's doing doing great you're doing great kid not really not so much so there's a lot of frustrated and angry people out there. I mean, how did you not expect something like this to happen, which, you know, which took place in, uh, you know, in Ottawa and elsewhere? And their response is to just jail everybody. The, the problem here is, if you're the other team, and, you know, they're freezing bank accounts and they're, you know, just torturing people for really arbitrary, and they use the Emergencies Act which again is reserved for like world war and like huge cri- like things like that not for you know protests that you just can't seem to shake off because they use their media apparatus they use their their liars in the in the main mainstream media their celebrity all the things they all the tricks they normally pull they use the oh look i found a nazi flag and all of this crap and they had their liars, you know, trotted out there, the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. Oh, look, I found an anti-Semitic flyer. Oh, they're trying to kill all the Jews. I found a flyer about it. That was from Miami a month ago, you fucking liar. What is the... It should, isn't that a crime? Isn't intentionally presenting a, a hoax as a hate crime? It should, isn't that not a crime? Isn't that fraud or something? 
I don't know, but I it can't be at the very least. It's extremely unethical and immoral. And this is who is advising the government on hate groups like myself. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm sorry, I'm just trying to fix this camera. We're at we're a hate group, you see. And they pay these people. The government pays these people to to appear as though they are independent fact checkers. They're independent uh third party. Listen, we just are trying to stop hate. We don't have a team. Oh, yes, you do have a team. You're paid for by the federal government, the the you know, the liberal government. Didn't even exist until 2018. Been given large sums of money. And things like, you know, another thing I discussed with these people was because you know they 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 they're they're getting up they're catching up to speed real fast guys. I said you know what I I nor anyone else that I know or that I'm aware of has harmed anyone or tried to harm anyone. However, you have a left wing affiliated Antifa member in Winnipeg run over four or five people at a peaceful demonstration in Winnipeg which is not covered and not talked about and not vilified and not, you know, a huge expose on who this monstrous piece of garbage is by these same anti-hate people. It's, it's very political, it's very partisan, and it's, it's, not, uh, it's biased as hell. As the day is long, it's very obvious. Release the next day, exactly, right? So, you know, this, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, but it's not going anywhere good, in my opinion. Um, somebody thinks said they think it was premeditated. Uh, yeah, quick tips. The end of Winnipeg attack was the definition of terrorism. Exactly. And now here's the problem, uh, commies. You've, you know, tried to get the, you know, the cops and everybody spun up looking for, you know, looking for the boogeyman under the bed, you know, the, the neo-Nazis and this kind of thing. The thing is, now they're doing it. This thing you've wanted all this time is to send the police to just go get them all and arrest them and put them in jail and that kind of thing. Um, they're, they're trying, except the problem is they're not finding anything and they're aware of that. And they're getting very confused and frustrated to the point that they're asking me how the fuck, what is going on? <laughs> Where, you know, How do you think this ends? I mean, you can you can puppet these guys and spin them up and try to send them to do things, but at the end of the day, they're not they're not in on the scheme. They're not um, you know, uh most of them I don't imagine are politically conscious. They work 12-hour shifts. They go, you know, night shift, day shift, you go home and you want to relax with your friends and family, you know, sleep with your wife, eat some pizza, drink some beers with the boys, watch a hockey game, pass out, and then you go back to work. But I mean, they're not really I lived that lifestyle a long time when I was in the army. You don't have time to, you know, pay attention to a lot of this stuff. But now you shoved it in their face, and they're not on. They're just trying to do their job, really. A lot of them. And the problem is, <laughs> they're not gonna. They haven't found anything. What did they find in Ottawa? They've they've already admitted. You know what? There were no guns. Whoops! There were no guns anywhere. We didn't recover any any loaded firearms. Nothing. Which I you know was kind of really. I wow. I mean, good. But I, I had to assume there must be at least one knucklehead out there, and there wasn't. So this narrative of, you know, this, this siege of terrorists and these kinds of things is, is rapidly falling apart. And they're looking for, you know, all these things you said was there and it's, they're not finding it. So how do you think, how, how is this going to go? And there is ample 
like more than enough evidence of myself and Derek and many others saying that we don't condone political violence. We don't want people to be doing these kinds of things. There is no militia. Okay. Um, it's a fucking, we're, we're fucking podcasters and comedians and clowns. All right. I'm kind of a, an activist, I guess, in some sense. I've done some public speaking. I'm not running for office today. Maybe I will someday. Not on my mind right now. You know? So, I mean, they've got, they've got these guys all fired up thinking that they're, they're expecting, I mean, they're bringing these guys into prison and they're, you know, oh shit, things about to get weird. We're going to get, uh, we got a couple of Derek Vineyards coming into prison here and then nothing happens. And they're like, oh, are these just normal guys? Huh? And they're investigating me and everybody else. And they're like, oh, where, where's all the, where's the terror meetings and the, where's the, where's the plans and the, they don't exist. They never existed. And the reason you think they existed is because the government is paying liars to say these things about us. And there's no, there's no other side of the story. CBC has never once asked me for comment. CBC, CTV, Global, nothing. They'll print all kinds of horrible shit about me. And if you look, and I told them this, and they've noticed as well, every single source for all of this nonsense... You could, well, CBC got it from this person. Where did that person get it? Well, we got it from them. And where did they get it from? The Canadian Anti-Hate Network. Every single time. Comes back to the same place every time. There is one, there's a one-stop shop for where all the scary Nazis are coming from, and it's them. And they're lying. And they're paid by the government. So the government is paying liars, smear merchants, to paint its political opposition in a certain light so that the police will arrest them. That is reality. That is what is actually happening in this country. Politicians are being arrested in this country. I've been arrested. Other people. And, and get, let's get a load of this for a minute. This is extremely disturbing as well. Listen to this. Well, how does one become a designated person? Um, I received the list. It's over 100 pages long, and it has the evidence. All of my clients appear in the first 20 pages. And it has on the left-hand side, as the OPP and the RCMP logos all over it, and I, this police officer, investigated this, and here's what I found, and I believe these people are all designated persons. And it has a little picture, thumbnail picture on the left, and their date of birth and their personal information, their address, description about who they are, what they do, and any remarkable comments, which were really weird the comments they picked but anyway and then you get to the last page of part one and it has the evidence evidentiary source okay so where did they gather this evidence from to conclude that these people were so serious of a threat to canada's national security that they had to invoke the war measures the equivalent of the war measures act what what, what evidence investigative activity did he's talking about me they gather it I kid you not, it says source, CTV News, who's who in the Freedom Convoy, and it has the hyperlink. And, and guess where CTV News got its information from? Just take a wild guess. Oh, my God. So this, this police investigator didn't even have to put his donut down, sat at his desk, went click, 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 cut, paste, okay? So the fact that some reporter or somebody at ctv news saw you on a stage uh at the freedom 
protest or saw you talking to a trucker or saw you in a news conference that they put on was enough for you to peer in that list and enough to have your finances frozen. How scary is that? Now, I mean, knee-jerk reaction, in my opinion. They, you know, overreacted way, way too heavily, way too fast. But, I mean, the dust isn't even settled yet. And when it does, all the facts are going to come out, everything's going to come out, and it's going to be picked over with a fine-tooth comb, and everybody's going to see it for what it is. There was no terrorism. There was no threat to violence. There was not even any weapons. Nobody so much as threw a snowball. That was the cleanest demonstration against state authority I think has ever has ever existed in history. You know what I mean? I did did anybody even I mean some the worst that happened was maybe some people yelled at some cops. You know what I mean? That if that's your that's your high water mark for terrorism then you might be mentally ill. You might have serious I mean I know some of these people are definitely mentally ill. You know? It's uh it's 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 fucked. It's it's absolutely out of control and insane. Um but again at the end of the day, where's the where's the evidence? Show it to me. Show me the show me the hand grenades. Show me the machine, you know, where what show me? Where is it? They've been sent on a wild goose chase and it's going to go nowhere. Meanwhile, if there are any, I mean, I assume ISIS and Al Qaeda haven't just taken the day off. I mean, MS-13, like all these, you know what I mean? There's dangerous people in the world. And every day, every officer, every minute, hour, every dollar spent chasing me around, which they've been doing, following me fucking everywhere, and they are still doing it. Every ounce of resource and energy spent doing that is is something that isn't spent actually preventing, you know, or, or trying to, you know, keep a handle on, on maybe some actually dangerous people. So you've got to wonder... Once this inevitably comes to an end, when when they've when they've looked under every rock, under every tree, under every bed, and they've come up with dry, whose head is going to be on a wall after that? Somebody made a really fucking big mistake somewhere. Mm. Little bit of a little bit of a problem. Think about that. Think about uh, that. Is you gotta you gotta have to have evidence, and they don't seem to really have any. Now, there's also the uh, possibility that, uh, especially, I'll say this, especially in Canada, the RCMP have a little bit of a reputation here for hmm, making things happen. If you know what I mean, you can look it up yourself. There's not once, not twice, not even six times. This is something that just tends to happen every once in a while. So I'm just going to say right now and make this crystal fucking clear. If anything takes place in the future, i.e. after the sentence that I've just finished speaking. And I don't, I don't even know. I don't want to even get specific because I don't know what the hell they could be cooking up or any anybody up there could have any kind of ideas. I'm going to preemptively, <laughs> and I suggest all of you do the same. Dis- we have nothing to do with this. 
We just want to be left alone. We want to live our lives and be left alone. And we don't appreciate what the state and what the media and, and what these you know parasitic monsters are, have been doing. We're allowed to say those things. We're allowed to express our frustration and displeasure. And we're allowed to say things, uh, you know, to, to, to that effect. You're, you're supposed to be under the Canadian Bill of Rights and our, and our, and our Constitution and our Charter or Bill of or You're allowed to, to, pro, to protest and demonstrate peacefully, etc. What happens when that gets taken away? <laughs> I'm not sure I want to know the answer to that question. But all those fucking commies, you like, get a good look at this face. I know he spent a lot of time looking at it. Take a real good look at my big, smiling ginger face. There's a decent chance you're going to go down hard here in the future. Somebody's going to be looking for some heads for this bungling disaster of a witch hunt that you've created. And I just want you to know, I want you to remember that the linchpin... The, the the pillar of the whole thing that made your whole rotten castle come down. It was me. I did it. I drank your milkshake. And it tasted great. Let it go! start. I think you're going to see a lot of that going around. Real Donald T says, when the scale tips the other way, we should keep these newfound powers of the government for some retribution before going back to normal. As even in normal, we have little justice in Canada. Well, that's that's another thing. This has exposed a lot of, you know, how crazy this has become. And I think a big part of that problem is that we, we haven't gotten involved. Right there, there are systems and apparatuses, uh, mechanisms in place for for how this place works, right? Um, and everybody's checked out. Nobody. I mean, when's the last time anybody in your family, your friends, you know, was like, you know, um, went to a a town council meeting or something, or or got involved in, in you know the municipality, or you know, just got a hold of their local town councilor, their MLA, or somebody. And went, what the what the fuck are you doing? You know. Brought some people down there and was like, what, what the fuck are you doing? Explain this. Our society's been been distracted and doped up and, and zoned out on video games and cheap drugs and easy, cheap, fast entertainment and fast food, fast sex, fast everything. Nobody's paid any attention. And these criminals have just been running away with running away with the bank for decades. And now the and the media covers for them, you know? So who's who do you blame? It's our it's our fault, really. 
Some people have been, you know, trying to get, you know, paying attention and, and getting involved, but it's not nearly enough. The vast majority of the people in this country don't care. They don't want to know. They don't care. They're not interested. And um, now you're reaping the results. You're reaping the rewards of a of a, uh, a system and a, and a ruling class that doesn't care about you, doesn't give a shit about you. Why should it? Why would it? There's They've been consequence-free and uh, accountability-free of their constituents, of their population, for decades. Have you ever seen or ever heard of a politician going to jail? And and everybody gets mad about it. They get frustrated about it. And you know what? Have we ever tried, though? Like, have we actually tried until now? Has anybody actually... I mean, there's right now, there are lawsuits all over the country against these people. And they're not getting thrown out right away, either. They're, they're getting looked at. Judges are looking at them. Prosecutors are going up like, you know, I don't know. As I've said, you know, uh, you can blame, you can get mad at, you know, Bill Gates, these big pharmaceutical companies, the Pfizer, the Pfizer, Albert or Alan Bourla, whatever the hell the guy's name is, the, the Pfizer executive CEO. He's not going to jail. But your local politicians might. No one's holding them. I mean, they've got to answer for this at the end of the day. They're the bag men. You're the fall guy. Don't you get it? They made a trillion dollars. <laughs> and, and like, how stupid were you? Like, and, and not all of them, right? Some of them, I'll give them credit, like, walked away. And we're like, whoa, okay, I see what's going on here. I'm not getting involved in this. A lot of them were like, I'll sign the paper. I'll sign it theirs. I can't wait to do it. I love it. Um, there's no liability. You can't sue these companies for, for anything that's happened. There's no, nope, we're not responsible for, for jack shit. They made the, the government sign these basically waivers absolving them of any consequences whatsoever. So the, the governments of, your, of the countries that did this are going to take the full weight of the blame for everything that's happened, i.e. The, the officials that made these decisions. <laughs> You got, you've been had, you're the fall guy. You're the bag man. All it's going to take is one single person to go down. One of these is successful where one of these, um, these lawsuits or these reviews or anything goes through and there's, there's consequences and somebody, somebody gets taken to jail. There's going to be 20 more after that one. And then a thousand more after that one. Then what happens? (laughs) and the best part is it's true it's extortion you can't coerce and force people you say listen the harvey weinstein defense is that your defense that that was that well i was just doing my job listen i'm gonna put this stuff inside you and you're gonna do it or uh, i'm not gonna work here no more you're gonna do what i say you're not gonna work here no more now bend over and take your shot. No, that's literally extortion. That's that's the definition of extortion. It's illegal. It's illegal. And now you're seeing, you know, you're seeing health officials and government officials backtrack and say things like, uh, "Oh, well, well, we we never had a mandate. Oh, we 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 suggested that you guys have a policy. You guys should have a policy. We say well, you had to. They're all trying to. Well, wait a minute. Now the finger pointing has already begun. Now." Ha, 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 ha.
where are you going to go? I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll just blow up the world. Maybe they'll just maybe they'll just World War Three us. You know, maybe they'll just nuke everything. <laughs> I don't know. That's another thing that's scary. As the closer that that comes to being reality, that there is a lot of. I mean, look at the the story in the states, right? The president's son, you know, the laptop. Turns out it's true. It was always true. Like everything that we've talked about, it was always true. It's like these people are a year behind. What we find out today, um, it's going to take a year for that to start to be publicly accepted by the rest of the world. They're already just now saying, um, so maybe there might be a couple of side effects. Um, maybe it's not totally entirely safe. Uh, oh, you don't say. Oh, no shit. Really? It's going to be years but it's going to happen, and uh, they can't hide from it forever. They're not uh, – lost my thing here. There it is. So even the, even that guy can be exposed now. <laughs> crack smoking, crack smoking Jimmy Jam. Oh, what a mess. Truth is like water. What do you mean by that? Uh, Mama Bear Shannon says, how does one lose four laptops? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Especially if your laptop is filled with like underage child porn and like pictures of you smoking crack naked in bed with your 14 year old niece. Like, I'm just, just a hint that laptop you might want to not lose. You definitely don't drop it off to some guy to fix in a, in a strip mall or whatever the hell he was doing. I don't know. I mean, again, um, these people smoke crack. Um, the people that are, are doing this, a lot of them are, a lot of them, it's not, it's not uncommon. Look, where's this story earlier? I found this a little while ago. Show you because it's seems to be widespread. Mm. So this was on uh, this was on uh, Summit News a little while ago. Um, Paul Joseph Watson, Republican congressman, says DC elites invited him to secret sex orgies. <laughs> congressman Madison Cawthorn revealed during an interview that uh, they invited him to secret sex orgies at their private homes. The host of the Warrior Poet Society podcast, I remember him. Uh, brought up the rampant corruption of uh, Washington, D.C. as portrayed in Netflix show House of Cards. Uh, uh, Representative Cawthorn agreed that the show was closer to a documentary than a work of fiction. The sexual perversion that goes on in Washington, he responded, before going uh, to, on to reveal how older politicians attempted to recruit him to join their weird sex clubs. He says, I, I look at all these people, I, a lot of them that I've looked up to through my life, always paid attention to politics and then all of a sudden you get invited to well hey we're gonna have kind of a sexual get together at one of your our homes you should come he says what did you just ask me to come to he continued then you realize that you're being asked to come to an orgy he also revealed how some of the lawmakers who are leading the movement to try and remove addiction in our country are doing drugs at such parties you watch them do you, he says you know a key bump of cocaine right in front of you and it's like wow this is wild he said Congressman explained how lawmakers get bullied into making compromises because powerful entities <clears throat> get leverage over them by collecting and weaponizing dirt on their personal lives. Cawthorn described D.C. as a pit of vipers, and he was only there for the quick purpose of serving his, his constituents. I don't have any reason to think it's any different here or in the United Kingdom or, or in any of these countries. They're degenerate scumbags. I mean... Uh, isn't somebody, isn't a certain someone rumored to be in rehab right now? Doesn't it appear at many times, not once, not twice, not a dozen, but many times 
that uh, the Prime Minister appears inebriated, I'll say. <laughs> this isn't a new thing. This is this is the lifestyle. They're all peer and they all know each other. They're all friends. They're all pals. It's all, you know. It's gross and it's scary. Uh Betty Boobies is what's wrong with these people. It's just the it's just the personality type that's drawn into these kinds of things. They want it. They want the power. They want the, the gravitas, the, the 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 whole thing. You get to be a big important person. You get to make important things. You get to sit next to important people. It's very intoxicating to be near power, have any power yourself, all this kind of thing. And uh it just attracts psychopaths because that's what they want. And it doesn't attract, uh, you know, good, honest people because they're busy, you know, being honest and good and assuming that the people running the show have their best, that they are the same, that, you know, they uh, they have the same kinds of temperament and values and, and moral systems that they do and that they feel the same way. And they, they would, no, I would never, I mean, I wouldn't, and I'm assuming many of you wouldn't. I'm not going to you know lie to a million people right to their face and then fuck them all over and, and you know, <laughs> just so I can make some money and get a better job later. Like, I couldn't do that. That's crazy. But they're not the same as you. They have no problem at all doing that at all. They don't regard you as, as anything. You're just, a num you're just a drone. You're a peasant to them. You're just another person to step on on their way up to as high as they can get in the money, drugs, cocaine, and, you know, power ladder. That's it. And there's more and more evidence of it all the time. I, keep, I, need, I think I need another monitor. I need another monitor here. CRJ, hey, doing, buddy? He says her ghoulish green skin suggests some real demonic shit. How many babies did this <laughs> queen ritually sacrifice? I don't know what they're up to. I don't know what they're going to. I just know they're not, I don't think they're good people at all. They, they lie, and it's all theatrical. It's all uh, it's a show, the way they talk. Just the way they talk to you is insulting. They talk to you in a way that is, is condescending, like, they're, like you're being spoken to like you're a child. I remember feeling annoyed at that when I was like nine or 10 years old in school and they would talk to me like I was a five-year-old. I'm like, bitch, I'm, <laughs> I'm perfectly capable of carrying a conversation. You don't have to talk to me like I'm an infant. I can read. You know what I mean? And that's what they do. They talk down to you like you're, like you're useless. BGB says, uh, sorry, I'm late again. Mitch is ruthless. He choked me out in jujitsu today. The fuck do you RCR spawn from? <laughs> we're, we're motivated by, 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 <laughs> Hatred and and uh, being neo-Nazi, white supremacist, accelerationist, bigot, phobe, misogynist, um, whatever. I don't know how many, however many acronyms that there are that you can think of. We're all of them um, because I read it on the news and it must be true. I read it. I saw it on the internet. <laughs> Pop a oh, sure infantry guy. I'm sure you can read. I'm you know. <laughs> I'm not very. I'm. I'm not very. I'm. I'm an idiot, right? I'm a professional idiot, I guess. But uh, for the infantry, you know, I'm basically a genius. <laughs> it's like Billy. Ma it was like Billy Madison, you know. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. <laughs> the infantry is a mess, though. That's true. Oh man, how racist can you get? Uh, I don't know. It that depends on the news, I suppose. Um, what else is going on? Um. This is ridiculous. I mean, I mean, this has to stop. This it needs to stop. How much more of this? Listen to this. And I'm deeply proud of the work she's doing as first lady with joining forces initiative. She started with Michelle Obama when she was vice president, and now carries on. Oh, <sighs> Michelle Obama was never the vice president. I mean, for God's sakes. 
Every day there's something. I mean, this is just sad to watch at this point. You know? Ah. Where is that coming from? Okay, I don't know where that uh, clip is coming from, but. Uh, why can't we just, why, 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 why? And then, you know, this is also, you know, big news today. Elon Musk is now one of Twitter's largest shareholders. I think it went up 25 or 26% in one day, which is interesting. I don't know why. He he bought 9.2% of the company. Um, and I think the other, the largest shareholder next to him was also 9.2%. I don't know why he didn't do 9.3. You'd think he would have just to be a, just to be a dick. but or, or 10 or something. It doesn't matter. You've already spent billions of dollars. Um, now, in theory, um, he's got a little bit of a grip over this because he can influence... How the companies run, because if he doesn't like it and go, you know what, I'm selling all my shares now. And uh, when he does that, it could create a cascading title of, uh, effect of people selling their shares to get out on top. And, you know, before they, you know, take a huge hit to 25 to the 50 percent range. And maybe the company's value gets cut in half. <laughs> right. So that's interesting. I don't know. We'll see what's going to happen here with this. But um, Twitter stock rose 23 percent reaction to the news, the filing, according to Reuters. Um, Musk owns 73.5 million shares of Twitter, valuing his passive stake in the company up to $2.9 billion. My God. How much money does this guy have? $2.9 billion. Was he drunk when he did this? I think he might have been. I'm just going to buy some Twitter. I'm fucking taking it over. I'm buying Twitter now. And he just fucking passed out drunk woke up and he's like holy shit what did i do you bought twitter elon it did ah shit <laughs> it would be nice it would be nice to have the days of you know sanity return where you can just say things on the internet and you have all these um you know all these left-wing crazy people who've enjoyed the, the the realm of being able to push any kind of nonsense they're allowed they're allowed to say whatever they want about anything they want do whatever they want pretty much without uh you know um any kind of fear of, of censorship whatsoever. And now they're all going, well, I'm leaving and I'm, I'm going to go to this platform and I'm going to go. The Your terms are acceptable. You, you, you may do that. You may leave. We don't mind. Joseph calls is starting days off. Starting days off. Oh, you're off. You're on, you're on vacation. Cheers, biggest. Cheers to you, man. Thank you. Windsor 519 says the left, quote, Twitter is a private company. It can do what it wants. Elon Musk becomes Twitter, Twitter's largest shareholder. Also the left. Twitter is too important to be left in private hands. Yeah, right. It's all they just change the uh, they change the narrative in the goalpost depending on how it um, how it suits them or doesn't suit them, and right now it, that's not helpful for them. So all of a sudden Twitter Twitter bad, you know everything bad. What are we What are we gonna do? What are we talking about here? Um, I may revisit some of that stuff earlier. What the hell is it? My brain's all over the place today. Um, and here's here's more right. Like I was saying. I got uh, more of the Russia, Ukraine. I mean, this is as as expected. I'll get to that later. I want to get into that right now, but um, you know, atrocity propaganda. This goes back to World War One, even before that. You know, oh my God, a massacre of uh, something horrible has happened, and ninety nine times out of a hundred, it was fucking made up, and you don't find out for fifty years later the Lusitania. Like, there's always some kind of horrible thing. That's unforgettable. Oh, how could they do this? Because they're monsters and we got to get them. And they did it again. And now everybody's falling for it again because they're dumb. Uh, they're lazy. 
and they trust these institutions that do absolutely nothing but lie to them. And here's a great example of it. Uh, I just never got to this, but I've had it queued up for a while. CBC's regretful trucker convoy protester story falls apart. No way. Based on all the evidence reviewed by the post-millennial, it appears legacy media has taken advantage of a sick man as a means to provoke, promote a false narrative. No way. There's no way that could be true. Story hyped by CBC and CTV about a regretful trucker convoy protesters being disputed by those who were on the ground with him in Ottawa and those who have been victims of his previous alleged scams. Oh. Published Thursday, uh, whenever this was back in uh, late March, story focuses on um, Martin Joseph Eng- Engelhart, a man claiming to have given away all of his life savings to the truckers, and he now regrets his involvement with the convoy. <laughs> Salivating at the idea of a gullible right-wing mascot, CBC uh, seemingly ran this story to project the narrative that the Freedom Convoy took advantage of this well-meaning man, and he is now regretful for taking part. However, evidence suggests that the story without conducting... CBC ran the story without conducting the most basic level of investigation. No way! No way! You mean like how I'm a fucking terrorist and I'm a white supremacist and I'm trying to build an ethno-state and all, you know, all your experts and you didn't even fucking bother to ask me for comment? You didn't ask me for jack shit? Oh my god, I can't wait. In addition to CBC, CTV also ran a story on Englehart where he says he is sorry the people of Ottawa noting how they had to endure all the horns and all the weirdos. <laughs> He also says he never really had a stance on the mandates, but allegedly gave away all of his life savings anyhow. This was believable enough to legacy media. They could, they just bite. They're not smart. They're not um, very industrious. They're not hardworking people. They're not interested in the truth. They're interested in, in confirmation bias. They're interested in things that makes them feel like their worldview is correct. And they just take it and they post it and they run with it. And when they get caught lying, they don't even, they'll print a retraction on the back page at the end of the, of the fucking newspaper or on page six of the website. And you're never going to see it. And, uh, you know, the old saying, a lie makes its way around the world before the truth has time to put on its pants. And they lie and lie and lie. They've been lying about me. They're lying about a lot of people. And when the truth comes out, as it inevitably will, they'll go, we're really really sorry about that. Anyway, moving on. And they'll just pretend like they didn't just ruin a bunch of lives. They're scum. The media in this country are absolute pitiless scum. I have no sympathy for them. I don't ever, I would never, I wouldn't help them. I wouldn't put them out if they were on fire. I have absolutely nothing but uh, contempt for these people. Our problems are because of them. These politicians and, and these, you know, even above them, the string pullers, the, the really rich people, the billionaires that, you know, are doing all of it because this is their playground. These people, you know, these politicians, they're just middle management. They're just there to implement the policy that's been handed down to them by places like the World Economic Forum, by Bilderberg, by Davos. The Club of Rome. There's all kinds of these stupid little, you know, exclusive clubs for these rich people. And, uh, you know, they, they pass it down. None of it would work because somebody has to sell this. Someone has to sell this nightmare, this Kool-Aid, this shit sandwich, this snake oil poison. Someone has to sell it to the people. And who's going to do it? Who's going to sell any of this? The media does. And they do it with a smile on their face and they collect their paycheck and they act like everything's fine. They're like the Renfield character that that bring the victims to Dracula. Dracula's the monster, but without Renfield, he's not going to live. Someone has to bring him his food. 
Someone has to trick, the, you know, tell these people the lies they need to hear so they'll go along with the bullshit that these people up here want you to do. Whether it's atrocity propaganda for wars, Saddam Hussein's weapons of mass destruction. Ah, uh, the babies in the incubators. They took the babies out of the incubators. The United States Navy was attacked today in the Gulf of Tonkin. Like, lie, 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 lies, lies, lies. Bashar al-Assad has gassed his own people. He's gassed his own people. Nope, didn't happen. A proven lie again. Let's keep going. What else you got? <laughs> oh, did the Russians massacre a village? Sure, that makes sense. Because as you do, as you do, it makes total tactical strategic sense to just waste a bunch of people and then leave them laying out in the open for everyone to find. Because that's big brain moves. But it, does, but it works. Look at all the scary... And you put it on TV and you play scary music. You know, you got some dark tones and some sinister... And they, they, then they ditch the jovial, lighthearted morning-afternoon news. Hey, today on CBC, we're going to talk about blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what do you think, Marv? Oh, the Leafs really shit the bed today. Well, but then the, night, the evening news takes a different turn, doesn't it? Tonight on the news, this is the National... The nightly news. Tonight on the news, a bunch of horrible and scary things have happened. Get your children and keep them close because the scary things that I'm talking about are trying to kill them. And you. And they will. Unless you give the politicians more money. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god, Rodney! We need, to, we need to pay more taxes! The man on the TV said the sky is gonna cook us all alive if we don't give him the tax money. Climate change. How many days do, these, do you have to live? Oh, no! Tonight on CBC. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Give me a break. I watched the five-minute segment last night, and David Suzuki was there, and there was a soundbite and a clip and a scary graphic. There was a ball with things coming out of it. I think it was coronavirus. I don't know. All I know is I'm fucking scared, and I'm just going to do whatever they say from now on. I wish it wasn't that simple. Unfortunately, it is. And it's very, very depressing. BGB again says, Instagram deleted my post of how to buy a Gestapo. Looks like I'm right over the target. I saw that. Where is that? I think I... Where is he? Where are you here? Canary. Is the canary in the coal mine? On Telegram, canary in the coal mine. If you want to follow BGB. No, it's not that one. This one. This one here. This one right here. They banned it. Why would you ban this? It's a political cartoon. It depicts someone with a huge ass, by the way. What's going on there? Um, it says 25% raise. As you know, the uh, federal police forces and the MPs as well. All got substantial raises. All the politicians, they all got big raises this week. Making cartoons about that is not allowed. It's hate speech. It's hate. It's promoting hate. Well, is it true or isn't it true? Is it kind of true? It's a political cartoon. Are we are we banning those now too? Are cartoons now you know the new alt right white? Jesus Christ! You know what one of the guy asked me too? He's like, he's like, he's like, what what does alt right mean? Like, can you explain this? And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, no one really knows. The first time I heard it ever in my life was Hillary Clinton. I think in like 2016. I was like, oh good, they've got a new catchphrase, the alt right, right. So they're not just alt. They're not just right wing. They're Alt-right. Oh, what does that mean? It means whatever you want it to mean. It means all kinds of things. 
And when they when they gave up, you know, because as you know, people like BGB and others, you know, decided to become more public and, and say more things and get more involved. Like, well, we can't really call them white supremacists anymore, can we? So they, they ditched the white supremacist neo-Nazi label, and now they're saying that we're a neo-fascist organization. I don't even fucking know what that means. Neo-fascist? Like, are you guys Mussolini fans all of a sudden? Like, do they even know what fascist means? Does anyone? Like, does, do words even matter anymore? Like, at this point, it's just a fucking soup. It's a goddamn diarrhea soup of nonsense. Ah, uh, um... Joseph Call says, can I still use my burn barrel? I don't I don't know. That might be against climate change. You may not be allowed to use that. Sergeant Bear says, if we're talking about media lies, an international dance team from about 20 years ago comes to mind. <laughs> Hope you're good, bro. Thanks, man. Right? There's another one. Don't even get me started on 9-11. The amount of fucking shenanigans and chicanery. <laughs> chicanery. <laughs> the amount of shenanigans that went on around that one. Right? It's nothing new. It's, it's, it's not new. It's not going to be new. It's the same shit as it always has. Always has been. Um, where the hell is the story? So, I mean, they lie, right? Angle Health story is now being disputed by countless individuals who were with him and either in Ottawa or have been victims of his scams across the country. Many aspects of the piece from CBC are evidently self-evidently suspicious, but most were pointed out by Fox News producer Greg Ree, Ree, who created a Twitter thread of all the falsehoods. Oh, no. He's receiving welfare payments, is he? From multiple provinces at once. I have asked CBC if they inquired as to why this might be. CBC did not bother to check where Engelhart was sending his money or request withdrawal receipts. They simply assumed it was going to accounts. Engelhart did not control CBC promising response today. I bet they are. Scammer. Another scammer. Lost his life savings. Right. And this causes harm. It's not like, oh, whatever. It's the No, man. When you lie... When people trust you to tell them what the fuck is going on and you lie and people make the wrong decisions based upon lies, they fuck their lives up. They make mistakes that can have drastic consequences. So the fact, I mean, there's a big difference between getting making a mistake and getting it wrong once in a while. Everybody's human. Of course, it's going to happen. And just outright, blatantly, intentionally, maliciously lying to the public. You know, in the United States, they annihilated the Smith-Munt Act back when Obama was the president, and that was in place to prevent the state from using, you know, quote, propaganda on its own citizens. It was illegal to do so. It's against the law. You know what the government did? Yeah, we did away with that. We just got rid of that. So now they, they can say whatever they want. They can lie their faces off, and it's no longer a crime in the United States. I don't even know if we had laws like that in Canada. <laughs> if we ever did, if we did, I probably they're gone now too. But someone should probably look into that. Why isn't this on the news, by the way? And you guys watch tennis? You tennis fans at the Miami Open? Tennis World Rocked is 15-1-5. Players are unable to finish the tournament. And why do you think that is? They were just too busy fucking. <laughs> they, were too, they had too much sex, and they just couldn't. I can't hit a tennis racket anymore. I'm exhausted. I just had so much fun. I just I can't do it anymore. I can't even play tennis no more. No, no, not so much. Uh, tennis World reacted with shock after favorites Paula Badosa and Janik, Yannick Sinner had to retire during the quarterfinals. Uh, Badosa, soon to be the number three in the world, became unwell during her match against Jessica Pegula and left the court in tears. Badosa, who was com comforted by her American opponent, decided to stop after consultation with her physiotherapist. 
Uh, Pagula reached the semifinals in Miami tennis tournament for the first time in her career after Badosa's resignation. In the men's tournament, the Italian phenomenon Yannick Sinner was forced to withdraw. He gave up after 22 minutes in the game. Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the 23-year-old Argentinian surprisingly reached semifinals with his first participation. Blah, blah. Nobody is pointing to the obvious. All of the players must be fully vaccinated in order to compete. Just as we noted for several months, most major sports have been hit with inexplicable medical uh, conditions popping up in young and otherwise healthy athletes, including our report that three cyclists fell in March alone. What could possibly be going on? Did you know that death, mortality by all causes, just in general, people dying is up 40% this year? 4-0, 40%. That's a huge increase. 2-5% would be quite a bit. 40% is catastrophic. Um, and nobody's telling, nobody's talking about it. We're just going to pretend it's not happening. Everything's in a vacuum. And all these people want to pretend like everything's fine. Everything's, there's nothing going on. There's nothing to worry about because it hasn't affected them personally yet. And guess what? When it does, no one's coming to help you because you're not even allowed to talk about it. You can't even call the news. You can't go anywhere because they're going to say you're, you're fake news. You're hysterical. You're lying. You're a grifter. You're a scam artist. There's no, it's safe and effective. There's not happening. It's not real. I've already talked to dozens of people. They've lost family members. There's all kinds of damage. People are having strokes. They're fucked up. They're going blind. They can't see anything. They can't hear things. You got the guy still, um, Cape Breton here in Nova Scotia, Fred Pye. He's, you remember that one? That was one of the first big ones. The guy's just been shaking like a leaf for like a year and a half now. No end in sight of that. None of it's real. Just keep pretending it's not real. Just stick your head in the bottom of the, just stick it down there. Just keep it there. And pay no attention to that strange tingling sensation in your chest as you, you know, take the kids for a walk and push the stroller. It's, right? Am I, I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy for pointing this out. I'm the bad guy for saying, I have some questions about these. Maybe we shouldn't be doing this. I don't know, guys. A lot of scientists and doctors are like, you know, saying this is not good. And, and they're being deplatformed and silenced and told to go away. And some of them have been killed, actually. And... Something's fucky's going on. And by the way, your odds of survival are, are still 99.7%. Statistically, very similar to the seasonal flu. So you're going to take experimental uh, medical procedures because the same conditions that always existed in life there. You may get the flu. You might die. But probably not. Unless you're very old. Unless you're very sick. You probably have nothing to worry about. It's not something I ever considered or thought of once in my entire life, ever. You know, 19, 21 years old, oh, I hope I don't get the flu and die. No one even talks, you know. Now they're, now they're doing educational courses on what to do if a nine-year-old has a stroke. Heart, kids have heart attacks too. They didn't used to. They do now, apparently. It's fine. There's nothing to worry about. There's nothing weird going on. It's just, it's fuck it's evil what they what they've been doing. I'm gonna get some more of this oil, and I mean, freak out. I'm gonna freak out. But I gotta find the right one. It's very important that you pick the right one. You have to pick the right one. Didn't just go away. I haven't seen a good Nicolas Cage movie in a while. I did watch Con Air the other night on TV at like 2 o'clock in the morning. It was on. I was like, ah. <laughs> John Malkovich was great, wasn't he? 
used to be once you put in the time. That's the one I wanted. There we go. So anyway, um, yeah, this is a weird one. I'm just rambling. I got all. I'm saving the worst stuff for later. <laughs> Man, <laughs> like. The refusal to accept what's right in front of you is, is, is astonishing. And you can say as much as you want, and you can show them, you know, like Vesmanov, I, I always say this, you can show them the evidence. You can, it doesn't matter. Until, until the horror nightmare comes home and, and hits them personally, they're never going to change. They're never going to. So don't even waste your time. I don't, don't even waste your time with it. I don't. They don't want to listen to you. They don't want to hear it. Don't, don't bother. Don't waste your breath. And then there's things like this. That uh, that'll never that'll never happen, bro. That'll never happen, bro. Bill Gates believes, of course, because we should all listen to Bill Gates, the you know bill, super billionaire businessman who, by all intents and you know um, purposes and by any measure I can judge, is a complete psychopath and a eugenicist, as was his father, as was his father. It's not a secret, okay? Bill Gates believes the electronic tattoo will become reality. Oh, good. An electronic tattoo will soon become part of our everyday lives, according to Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates. A renowned philanthropist. He's renowned. He's renowned. Ask India how renowned Bill Gates is over there for philanthropy, who is clearly an authority on all things to do with the future of technology. Now he's predicting that the electronic tattoo will become an integral part of and revolutionize our everyday lives at some point in the future. What has Bill Gates done besides invent Windows? And did he even, didn't he steal that from somebody? This is a genuine question. What the fuck has Bill Gates ever invented or done or accomplished besides arguably stealing some software from another guy in the 80s and then using his industry connections and his daddy's rich money and name to push this out and, and made him you know, rich as fuck, right? They keep saying Microsoft co-founder. Like, that was fucking... Man, you give anybody half a brain with that much money, they're going to they're gonna find ways to keep making more money. It's not going to be that hard, especially when you've got powerful and rich friends like this. I don't know why they prop this guy up like he's some kind of, oh my God, it's fucking Bill Gates. Have you seen this guy? Have you seen his physical body? Where is this? That's, you guys want to fucking get your wives out of the room right now because they're going to leave you for steal your girl Bill Gates once they show you this. You're going to be fucking shocked. You're going to be. Look at this guy. Look at that dumpster body. He looks like Ellen DeGeneres. Why does he look like that? There's worse pictures too. This isn't even the bad. This is not even the worst one. There's so many bad ones. He's fat. He's like just gro like There's lots of other men his age that are in great shape. Look at this guy. Eat the bugs, do what I like. Look at him. He's got boobs. He's got titties. His guts falling out over his belt. Pants are falling down. He looks sick and weak. Little baby girl shoulders. Like, this is the guy you're taking health advice from. Yes, look at him. Clearly. Oh, I'm, a, I'm you know, I, I think that maybe we should eat crickets and everybody, you know, shut the f get out of here. <laughs> Ridiculous. Look at this guy. Oh my God. Look at this. Good Lord. Are you kidding me? Like, what has this guy done? What are his accomplishments exactly? 
And I don't care. I mean, before he was rich. Like, what kind of person was he before? Like, I climbed and clawed my way to the top. No, you didn't. You were rich to begin with. Oh, you know, and the Simpsons used to make fun. Everybody knew this guy was evil. Always. Like, if you're, if you're new, if you're young, if you're not, you know, at least in your 30s, you may not know this, but in the 90s, everyone knew Bill Gates was evil. It was like a known thing. It was, yeah, he's clearly a, you know. <laughs> he was deranged and weird. They even made fun of him on The Simpsons as like a, as like a, uh, like kind of like a mafia guy. <laughs> you know, Homer had his pretend internet company and Bill Gates came over. He's like, I've decided to uh, buy you out. <laughs> Don't blow this for me, Marge. This is our big deal. And then uh, his goons just start smashing and destroying everything. And he's like, you said you would buy us out. Oh, I didn't get rich by writing a lot of checks. <laughs> he has this evil cackle. It's a whole thing. Like everyone knew this. Everyone knew he was evil. And now, no, he's the he's the best doctor in the world. He's a, he's not a doctor. He's a fat old guy with a clearly out of control estrogen problem. That guy has more estrogen in his body than a menopausal woman right now. And he's dictating. Here's how we stay healthy and keep everybody alive. You're the last fucking person. No, nope, absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. Oh, Lord. I don't want to per, per H. Thank you, man. He says, uh, we will never forget incoming live event, Dumpster Games. We, I, would nom- I, nominate, uh, I nominate Soy Triple Latte. <laughs> bro, bro says, Soy Triple Latte Gates for the Dumpster Games. That will be, that's the main, that's the, that's the main event there. BGB uh, says, goodbye, horses. <laughs> Would you fuck you make me? I'd fuck you make me. Fuck you make me so hard. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Oddly aroused. Short and long says Gates and Engelhart both look like they had career postings to NDHQ. About that. Let's talk about that for a minute. Actually, you know what? I'm going to need to power up before this because you're not even going to fucking believe this. Like, this is almost beyond belief. It should be. This, I thought, was a Babylon B article. But no, it's the state of the current military. So, again, I'm a big fan of what Canada used to be. Not a big fan of what it's turning into. I have, I still have friends and stuff in the, in the Canadian forces and the military. And it's a, you know, it's a, it's a gig and it's a career that's, it's tough. I did it for 14 and a half years. I, you know, I know all about it as good as anybody, right? And it's, uh, you know, respect. However, it is going down the fucking tubes, boys. In a big way. In a, and I don't mean like, oh, man, we're going to have to, you know, repair this wing here. You don't have a wing. Your wings are gone. The fuselage is on fire. And there is a gremlin hacking its way into the cockpit with an ice pick. Coming for you. Bail out. You are not landing this plane, dude. It ain't going to happen. Before I even read it, I need this before I even read what's about to... When you abandon things like, you know, focusing on tactical advantage, battle efficiency, you know, let's let's appeal to the, the young Call of Duty crowd for a moment. Your kill-death ratio. You want to have way more kills than deaths, obviously. When those things stop becoming your top priority and your top priority becomes woke... You don't have a fucking military anymore. You have a social justice brigade of shit posters who are worried about feelings and you want to send them to war against the Russian Federation and the Chinese army. That's 
murder. Damn all of you. gonna take a break for a minute all right all right are you ready for this i'm not uh, just <laughs> just pack it in just pack it in fellas just pack it in this is an exclusive from the westphalian times the canadian military and department of national defense members have been told that their performance evaluations which we would do periodically. We would do ones every, every three months, quarterly. And then we would do once a year, the annual, the PER, Performance Evaluation Review, I think. I don't remember. It's been a while since I wrote any of those. Those are now going to be evaluated on whether they demonstrate inclusive behaviors. In an email sent out to all members of the Canadian Armed Forces and public servants, I had, I'm, as far as I know, this is real. It's published April 2nd. It's not an April Fool's joke, I don't think. If someone please tell me this is, this is not real. Like, I, I don't want this to be real. This is so insane. It's, I want this to be a joke. I'm, having, I'm really having a hard time mentally adapting to this being reality. The military also introduced inclusive behaviors rating to be used in the evaluation. What? I don't... I need a minute. Is this... This isn't real, right? I mean, this can't be real? Is it? It's real in the UN? It probably is. It probably is. I'm just... I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say, if it comes out that this is not real, I just want it on record that this is so unbelievably shocking to me that I, it might as well be fake. I don't even, I can't even believe that I'm reading this. In an exclusive email received by Marie Oaks from one of the email recipients, the email reads that beginning April 1st, 2022, the performance of all defense team members, be they D&D public service employees or Canadian Armed Forces members, will be evaluated whether they demonstrate inclusive behaviors. Oh, God. Can I read this? Can I zoom in on what exactly this says? This looks real to me. What this means for you. Performance management and evaluation done properly should involve continuous feedback over the entire fiscal year. These changes mean that identifying, understanding, and demonstrating specific examples, ex specific examples of inclusive behavior will be part of the performance management process. As a member of the defense team, you will strive to demonstrate inclusive behaviors throughout the year, and you will have discussions with your supervisor about these behaviors as part of your performance evaluation. What the fuck does that even mean? Read about changes that may apply. HR civil initiating directive on inclusion and performance accessible only on the National Defense Network. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. The email also says that the concept and practice of inclusive behavior will factor into how military members and public servants are promoted. <laughs> no. 
As part of that work, you'll continue to see the concept and practice of inclusive behavior factored into how we recruit, train, retain, and promote all defense team members. Inclusive behavior is a key component of treating one another with dignity and respect, both of which build critical trust between team members. Um... It's not a new expectation of defense team members. However, previous performance management and assessment tools did not explicitly define or identify inclusive behaviors. This is why we are phasing in changes to make ex expectations more clear and all of us more accountable for meeting them. I, every day, oh, it seems almost at a daily basis or a monthly basis, I read something that would be, if I was still in the military, I would quit immediately upon seeing this. The military, by definition, is an exclusive club. It excludes people. It's not inclusive. It's exclusive. Your entire purpose for being, your entire purpose for existing, is to wage war. Is to wage war on behalf of the nation state that you serve, which is Canada. That is your job. That's your profession. That's the reason you're here wearing this uniform. Do you know what war is? It is an extremely unforgiving, uh, uh, extremely robust, difficult, challenging, mentally, physically, spiritual environment. P perhaps the most challenging that will ever exist. People are run over by tanks. They they're, have fire dropped on their heads. Shot, killed, stabbed, blown up, eaten by dogs. All, any, everything you can fucking imagine. Drowned alive in the bottom of a hull of a ship ripped apart fucking it's merciless it's ruthless it's the worst thing in the world so it makes sense in a logical world in which we don't live in anymore that the people that you send into this endeavor should be the best the smartest the toughest the, the meanest you know, the most capable, you know, fighting people that you have because that's what you're doing. You're fighting to the death against other people who really want you dead. They're very motivated to kill you also. And they're working real hard to get good at killing you because they don't want to die either. So, you know, being inclusive, like what, what are we going to have? Are we going to have snipers in wheelchairs? It doesn't fucking, dude, this is the standard. This is how fast we need you to run. This is how much weight we need you to carry. This is the minimum standard for marksmanship, and so on and so on. You are here to fight and kill, period, the end of story. Everything else is completely irrelevant. That's why we have a uniform, so there's no differentiation between any of you. You're all the fucking same. They literally call them rifleman number one, rifleman number two, rifleman number three, and so on. These are your designations. Most of the leadership doesn't even know your fucking name. They don't need to know your name. You don't ma you're nothing. You're just a goddamn cog in a massive machine of death. That's the only thing you're there to do. You have the same haircuts. You're supposed that went out the window too. You get trained the same, you live the same, you eat the same, you shit in the same toilet, and you die the fucking same. It's all that's how it's supposed to be. And we are supposed to have a very high standard to, to permit these people into these jobs and exclude people that are not up for it. Sorry, champ. Maybe there's something else you can do in life, but it's not going to be this. Because to do this, to accept people that otherwise would not make it through this very, very, very discriminatory process, 
Like, what, what about blind? Can we let in blind people now? I can barely see, but I can... Ah, uh, sure, bring them in. Oh, you're obese? It's fine. Come on in. You're a liability. You're not able to keep up to the same level of, of these of these other guys. And now they're going to have to pick up the slack for you. Now, you've, you've brought down the combat efficiency and effectiveness of that entire unit just by virtue of you fucking being there. This isn't about your feelings. It's about not fucking dying and about winning the war because losing a war is a catastrophe. Do you understand when countries go to war with each other and one loses, did you know oftentimes that country ceases to fucking exist? That's how serious this is. This isn't a sport. Look at a map of Europe, if you'd please. And just time-lapse that shit. You know what happened? To, whoa, oh, keep, yeah, they lose wars. These guys keep winning and since they keep getting bigger. They're real good at it. it uh, inclusivity training. So as, you know, the, the Chinese and the Russians are, are actively in the Iranians probably as well. Who knows what the Saudi Arabians are going to do? There, there's people are, are clearly see the writing on the wall, the way the world's going down, and they're getting ready to throw hands if, if they have to. They're going, they're getting ready to, you know, real serious like. And we're doing this. We're doing this kind of shit. Inclusive behaviors. We already had this covered, man. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what your what your identity is. I don't care. None of that fucking mattered. Your background, no, dude. Can you carry this gun or not? Are you? Are we gonna get there or not? Can you fly this fucking plane or not? Like that's it. Do it. Do it well. Do it to the standard that we've set there, which we keep lowering and lowering and lowering to bring in more, you know, recruits. Because well, it's too hard. Not enough people can get in. Well, then there's a problem with your society, isn't there? Maybe. Um, if you're in the United States, having 35% of your population being obese isn't a good thing. If we can't agree, <laughs> to paraphrase, what was that Leonardo DiCaprio movie? If we can't all agree that lowering the standard of our fighting forces is not a good fucking thing, <laughs> then we're probably fucked. This, this is not a good development. Maybe if you're trying to create a more, um, you know, st a less stressful environment for children at school, let's say. This is not that. This is war fighting. This is the most unforgiving environment in the history that it will ever exist. And you think, you don't, you don't fight on a beach. Nice sunny day in a field. You're going to be doing it in the fucking dead of winter in the middle of, no, in a swamp or something. You're not, you're not going to have eat. You're, you probably haven't eaten anything in two days. You haven't slept in. You don't even remember the last time you slept anywhere. You have permanent kind of like shakes and facial tics and twitches because you're so stressed the fuck out. You're going to get your head taken off any minute. And then eventually you just kind of become dead inside and accept it. And you're just waiting to die. When is it my turn? And if you're lucky, it ends and you get to go home. And you're like, holy fuck, I live. That's crazy. Where, where in this puzzle do you, do you suppose there's room for inclusivity training? That has to, so there's, we need to do this now. So that's now less time we have for, again, marksmanship, physical fitness training, everything else. You know, actual battle preparation. Nah, scrap it. We're going to be inclusive.
We're going to have LGBT flags in all our helmets so the Chinese know how inclusive we are, and they will be so afraid at how morally progressive that we are that they'll simply surrender. They'll be like, we can't, we can't do anything about this. Do you think that'll happen? Or do you think maybe he'll say, Ing Tong, Do Ching, Gu Round eye in the open, open fire. And then just heads start coming off. Target destroyed! Oh, you destroyed their entire platoon. Look at that. They were taking selfies with their, with their, with their trans flags to show how inclusive they were and uploaded it to social media. And then they got the metadata and then they bombed them to death. You know, yeah, as they did in Ukraine, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't, I mean, they, ah, ah, you, you, you are now, <laughs> the leadership of the fucking Canadian military is a catastrophe. It's a fucking disaster. It's an absolute disaster. And if you guys, if anybody's listening and you think you're going to go to Ukraine and be some kind of fucking hero or whatever, you are on a suicide mission. This is not going to end anytime soon. It's going to spiral more and more out of control. And uh, this country is really trying really hard to put us at war with the Russian Federation. And that is a war we cannot win. And they would absolutely eat our fucking pancakes. That's, that's just a fact. All right? They're toying with people in the Ukraine. Like, this is a... (laughs) Don't be stupid. You're going to follow this? You're not coming back, man. Period. None of you. This isn't Afghanistan. We're not talking about chasing some guys around in in sandals with rusted out uh, Soviet weapons from the 1980s. While you have total air dominance, you've land everything. You've got armor. They have nothing. They have pickup trucks with machine guns, like, literally welded into the bed of the truck. There's no arc of fire at all. It's all fucked up. Mahmoud parked the wrong way. They can only shoot over your left shoulder. They can't move the truck. They're yelling back and forth. They'll move the truck. He can't move the truck. It's stalled. A fucking A-10 drops. A Gone, you know. Oh, we kicked their ass. Yeah, we did. It was easy. It was easy mode. It was basically shooting fish in a barrel. That is not what you're up against. The Russians have space weapons. Do you understand? They have everything. They have everything that we have and a lot more. A lot more of it. And you want to go... Oh. We're going to be more inclusive. We're going to have inclusive behaviors and uh, we're going to scare this, this man's face and the inclusive behaviors. I mean, the Russians, I don't even know how they haven't surrendered already. Where is this stupid fucking story? Do I even have this? There was one on CBC. No. Like, this isn't helping. Maybe I didn't get it. I didn't want to, but now it's come up, and now I'm kind of mad about it. This kind of shit, okay? Now, CBC, now you're just killing people. I just can't sit back and watch former Canadian soldier joins fight in Ukraine. Cool. Let's, let's encourage... How in the fuck... All right, so here... You know what? This guy's probably going to have a Canadian flag somewhere on his, on his gear, right? And it's like, well, you know, the, but, but coots, but this, I found a Dagalon patch and there was a flag there. I don't fucking control. I mean, anybody can buy one of these. Literally anyone. Thousands of them went out the door. Same with the patches. Thousands, thousands, no idea where the fuck they are. Whoever wants them, buy them, you can have them. Yay, good for you. Cool, thanks. Does that, am I, am I somehow directly responsible for everything that happens? Because, right? 
How about this, government of Canada? Are you directly responsible for, for this fucking guy? Are you de- did you declare war on the Russian Federation? Because I guarantee Canadian f- veterans and soldiers going there with their own fucking equipment that are definitely going to have Canadian flags on it, that's probably going to be interpreted a certain way by said Russian Federation. You fucking retards. I can't sit back and watch. He's going to shoulder the burden placed on sovereign nation. He's probably going to get yeeted in an airstrike. The 50-year-old Ottawa resident, what are you doing? You're finished. Like, what did this guy even do? He's packed his bags, including a load-bearing vest. Well, I'd come help you, but sorry, the RCMP took mine. Yeah, His rucksack and gear he hopes to hand over to those who need it. Who, who need it sit in the middle of... What? Who needs his help? Whoever's sitting in front of me. Joined the armed forces in 94. Oh, Lord. His experience lies in infantry, combat engineering, and combat diver. Okay, so he's an engineer. What is going on? This is a strange resume. He thinks about the children now facing the horrors of war. It's absolutely heartbreaking. It's very tough for me to see. Did you have these fucking opinions when we were laying waste to Afghanistan, buddy? Or Libya? Or Syria? Or Iraq, or, or any of these, or Yemen, you know? It's weird. This kind of virtue signaling shit, now you're encouraging people to go, fu- you know, you're writing this hero op-ed on this fucking guy. I guarantee, I've had other guys say this to me, like, man, I'm thinking about going. Don't you fucking go there. You're, number one, at the very bottom of the list, you're putting us on the target list, Okay. The government should be stopping people from this. This is you're being a mercenary. This is illegal under the Geneva Convention. You're showing up as a paid mercenary to fight for another cut. Co- that's horrible. You don't get to just decide you're going to join in on somebody else's fucking shit fight. The decision to travel is a sole responsibility of the traveler. Really, uh, national security expert Christian. Luprecht. Because you investigated friends of mine and people of mine, that are, you know, people I know, and gave them all kinds of hard times, put them on no-fly lists and all kinds of shit, because the, you know what they did? They traveled to, to Syria on their own dime, went to Turkey, smuggled themselves into Syria to fight with the Peshmerga against ISIS. And those people were terrorists. But now it's fine and dandy, apparently, to just go overseas and join them. Yeah, fuck it, go for it. I'm sure the Russians won't mind. They definitely won't mind the hundreds of millions of dollars we sent to the Ukrainians, the fact that we've emptied out our military stockpile and all of our weapons to the Ukrainians, that we're sending all kinds of weapons, vehicles, aids, tra- that we've been training their fucking soldiers, we're training their, their, their little fucking Azov battalion there. That was us. We helped do that. Nah, they don't mind any of that. Now let's might as well send actual fucking Canadian soldiers there too. Let's do that. Why not? Hey, maybe they'll just light up the fucking Halifax shipyard with some submarines. Maybe, yeah, why not? It's war. You want to play. You wanted to play big boy games. Like, we don't even have a navy. Are you aware of this? It basically doesn't exist. It's a token. The Air Force, min- microscopic, minuscule, and ancient. The Army, tiny, broken, disorganized, un- under-equipped, understaffed, overworked. And you're playing these games? Are you out of your mind? He said conflicts like these often attract people with good 
but naive intentions, including people without proper training. You might get tortured by the Russians. You might get thrown in some gulag in Siberia if they find you. No, they're just going to kill you outright. They've openly stated this, that they're not tolerating any kind of foreign forces. There's no honor in this. They're at war with the Ukrainian government. And as such, if you're a soldier in the Ukrainian army, you're honor and duty bound to do what you're told, right? That's, you're the government of, <laughs> you're the Ukrainian soldiers in a uniform. Sorry, but it's, uh, that's how it be. You lay down and surrender. Fair's fair, you know? There's supposed to be an honor there among, among soldiers, but you're coming in from outside to just get in on the killing and get, yeah, I want to, I want to get, like, no, there's no respect for people like that. They've openly said that they'll, they'll just kill you dead. If they fucking find you, you're just getting executed and left for the birds right there on the road. And they've already done it. <laughs> you might develop mental health issues. The host of consequences that might ultimately stem from this. Yeah, like getting uh, killed. He believes the federal government needs to be careful about its messaging around Canadians who go and fight. Uh, yeah, they're not. Because the Canadian government is CBC. CBC is them. They pay CBC uh, over a billion dollars to operate. And this is what they're doing. They're writing glorious stories about people going to fight a war that has nothing to do with them, that no one understands, that no one is explaining, that everyone is lying about. The most serious thing you can do, end up fighting in a war, and um, great. And he's fucking 50 years old. What did I just say? You're going to go toe-to-toe with some 24-year-old Russian fucking special forces operators, are you? You know, uh, yeah, I've talked about this enough. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, Fisher of Men says annual PER time for the CAF will produce some super hilarious, cringeworthy brag sheets. My buddies have promised to share. Oh, I can't even imagine. I don't want to imagine. Pilot Mike says, my son came home from school with an alphabet mafia flag on his water bottle. I'm not literally a bigot, but this made me uncomfortable. (laughs) He's in grade one. That's another thing. I'll give you some thoughts on this. Grade one is what, six years old? Seven? There is exactly zero reasons to be talking to children about about anything sexual whatsoever. There is a 0% chance that's ever necessary. At the bare minimum, when they're like 12, 13, like once they, you know, get to like prepubescent age, then you start to try to like, all right, listen, we got to fucking bring you up to speed on some shit. There's no reason. Yeah, people are saying it's grooming. That's why that's the new meme. Okay, groomer. Okay, groomer. They're obsessed with children. They're fucking obsessed. They're obsessed. They're not, they're not, they're, there's no um, educational initiatives for adults. It's like, all right, all the adults in town, there's going to be a town hall about, uh, you know, awareness or whatever the fuck, right? There's no programs aimed at adults. They're not trying to, they don't care about you. They're going after the kids. There's drag queen story time for kids. We got it. What was the, the sexual curriculum in, in Ontario was geared at like six-year-olds. Teach them about uh, dildos and stuff. Six-year-olds. Why? Just admit that you want to fuck kids. There is no sane, healthy reason why a grown adult wants to engage in conversation about, you know, sexual activity with a child. Except that they find it exciting. That's the only reason. I don't, I don't care what they have to fucking say about anything else besides that. That's disgusting. 
It's insane. And the, the flags and all that stuff, it's political. Of course it's political. So now you're making political and sexual, you know, t ah, out of children. What in the fuck are you doing? The only flags that should be in their schools are their, their national flag and their provincial flag. And if the school has its own flag, maybe one of those two. God, that's demented. I mean, Jesus, how old were you guys when you did when you did like sex ed in school? I think I was like 12 or 13. Six? Fucking six? People are saying grade eight, you know? Grade nine? Twelve? Yeah. Grade nine? That sounds about right. I think I might have been younger than that. I might have been in grade five, six. Four, five, six, you know, and it seems that maybe seems a little bit young, but I'm not the expert. I'm just a man with three children, and that feels really fucking wrong to me. Grade five for puberty education. Yeah, that makes sense, right? And then you. Oh, it's it's God. <laughs> not a biologist. Yeah, you need to be a genius. There's there's 97 genders because that's biology. No, there's not. That's why I'm I'm evil. Um, God, that's he's in grade one. Thoughts? I would I would have some words for those teachers. Like I better not ever see anything like that again. Don't you try to truck and politicize or sexualize my six year old, or we're gonna have a problem. Hellbilly Deluxe says I wasn't allowed to join the uh, CIF in 2001 at five ten and 220 pounds. Only one good eye. The recruiter was pissed. <laughs> you need both good eyes. Maybe you should try again now. You can be 320 pounds. They'll take you. There's no. There's no. Uh, there's no minimum standard for fitness anymore. It virtually doesn't exist. BGB says a serious question. How do I convince my friend who is 25 years in the CIF to not join the International Legion of Defense of Ukraine? <laughs> he means well, but I feel like I'm not getting through to him. Um, Like, they're also not allowed to leave. The, the horror stories coming out of that place, they, um, they're cutting up passports. They're not letting people leave. They're basically, and, and because you're a foreigner, you're cannon fodder them. They don't give a shit. You're going right in, you're going right in there. You're going right into the meat grinder. And they're not letting you leave. And you're going to get shit, if any equipment. Like, why would you, why? Okay. There's people in this country where you live that need your your help and support. There's ways you can contribute to help this country, help the poor and the hungry and the and the destitute and the people struggling in this country where you live right now. Why in the flying hell should you, would you go over to the other side of the planet in a place you wouldn't even be able to find on a fucking map if it wasn't for CBC to tell you about it? You don't know the names of any of the towns, any of the cities, any of the, you know where the Dnieper River is? Probably not. Can you name a single influential Ukrainian? Probably not. Do you even know the name of any of them outside of that fucking president they've been Passing, you know, pushing around the actor. Probably not. But this is worth your life for some reason. You're fucking brainwashed. This is the most insane thing I've ever heard of. You're not even in the, like, you know, the army hasn't even, you know, sent people. It's like, I just, I just really want to get killed, you know. I just really, really want to get a fucking Russian sniper round in the neck. And they'll shoot you in the neck, too, on purpose instead of the face, just because it hurts more. Okay. Like, ah, oh, no, let him bleed. Let him suffer. Let him swallow his pride and his dying blood and drown in his own, you know. <laughs> Tassanico says, I can name the guy who made the AK. 
you're, I mean, I presume they have family and friends, this kind of thing. Like if you're ordered to do it because you're in the military and that's your job, I mean, that's one thing, but you're volunteering to probably go get killed and throw your life away because you know, let me just, let me just be honest with you because billionaires are trying to make more money on pipelines and money laundering and bio labs and all this kind of shit. So the the billionaires are really upset that their money's being fucked with and you want to go die. So, you know, Jacob Rothschild stays as rich as he's ever been. That's your, that's your fucking, that's your plan. That's why your kids and your, whatever happened to uncle Bobby? Well, Nathan Rothschild really wanted him to die in a hole somewhere so he could keep his pharmaceutical assets intact. So, so uncle Bobby was burned alive by a Russian flamethrower. That doesn't make sense. No, I know. I know Sally. It doesn't. That's fucking stupid. It was, it was very stupid. Yeah. Fuck. You're not even getting paid. You're not even, it's not, even, and on top of that, it's not like they're like, well, it's fucking 25 grand a month. It's nothing. They're paying you like $400 a month. And that's, that's when you leave. They'll pay you when they, they promise they'll pay you when they, when you leave. Ha! You're not getting paid. You're expected to die. And you know what? You, here's, here's a dark, here's a dark tip about war, guys, that a lot of people may not be aware of. It's common practice to liquidate mercenaries rather than pay them after they've been, you know, outlived their usefulness, especially if they've lost. They just fucking don't make it home. You know what I'm saying? And uh, who's going to believe them? Who's going to believe you? <laughs> they don't, they don't care. <laughs> Man. But, you know, thanks, CBC, and thanks, uh, media, for making this seem like, you know, All right, we're Dumbledore's army. This is like Star Wars. We're going to go fight it. Nope, that's not what's happening. Shame on you. More than that, I hope you guys fuck. Oh, my Lord. Um, I need a, oh, God. <laughs> Listen. Listen. I think a, a big part of why this is happening, why there's so many of these, these guys, that, or people, probably not all just guys, but probably I'd say 99% of them are probably men, volunteers. The lifestyle that we have here in the West is awful. It's fucking terrible, okay? It's, it's a consumerist-based existence where your life is essentially get programmed um, you know, basically get download your software so you can go work in the slave factory and you go find a position in, in it somewhere doing some kind of soul sucking, you know, meaningless, empty, you know, unfulfilling, shitty thing so that you can get your, you know, imperial credits from the empire and then you use that to, to buy things. You don't really want or need any of these things, but that's just what everybody else is doing. So that's what we're doing. And you repeat this process until you're dead, until you're about 70, 80 years old and you're sick and you have no, you know, health insurance and, you know, you've got cancer probably from the slave factory that you worked in and your kids hate you because you never had any time to spend. You were busy working at the slave factory all your whole life and, you know, but you had a nice TV for a while and, uh, you know, so it's, it's, it's a pretty empty fucking exist. People are looking for meaning. They're looking for something to do to, to give themselves some kind of purpose and, and sense that their lives aren't fucking meaningless, empty void wastelands of consumerism and free porn and Marvel movies and fucking video games. So this happens and they're like, well, I'm just going to go. That's why they're doing it. Well, I'm going to tell you this, um, instead of doing that, why don't you just, you know, extricate yourself from the matrix, uh, grow up, 
understand what the ha- what the fuck is actually happening to your to your world and to your community and your your people and your country and so on, and fight that battle for the people that live here because the people here are suffering. To, you don't have to go very far. I remember um, when they were when they were you know mass shipping uh, migrants and stuff into the country and you know people I know like well we had we had to get they got a bunch of them in here into the town right from God knows where. Because they just needed to help somebody. I was like, why the fuck? There's a fucking, uh, there's homeless, there's people that, that are fucked and need help all over the place. And you had to go all the way to fucking Turkey to find someone that was worthy of your help? Are you sure you didn't just do this for the backpats and the Facebook likes and the fucking, oh, look at me. I was in the newspaper. I'm such a good fucking person. If you actually wanted to help people, all you had to do was walk outside and go a few blocks. I'm sure you'll run into somebody who's in rough fucking shape. Especially around here. But no, no, you had to, you had to go do that instead. There's people all over, like, what the fuck is wrong with us? This, this TV, this box, these, like this shit that they control literally controls your mind. I mean, not, you know, a lot of the people here, but the the people that are just in it all the time, I better go to Ukraine. I got to help. They're, (laughs) you're living in a fantasy world. I'm such a good fucking person. Yeah, right? I do all the things. I change my Facebook flag filter every time. I've got so many boosters and and Black Lives Matter and climate. I've gave all my money away for climate change. Now I'm going to go die in Ukraine because I'm a great guy. (laughs) Are you? Or are you a sucker? Are you just a fucking sucker? Are you sure? Have Have you even really just turned everything off? And just sat in the dark and thought about it for yourself. Have you ever even done that one time in your life? Think about it. I think you're going to be shocked to go, you know what? I'm not sure I actually have ever done that. That's a problem. It's not good. There's shit that wants your attention all the time, every day. It's always, it's crazy. Especially now. So anyway, if that that's your motivation is I want to help people. I want to, you know, you know. There's people here that need your fucking help all over the place. There's people that are literal slaves in this country. There's human trafficking like fucking crazy. Does that interest you? I mean, that's something you could look into. I mean, Jesus, there's a million things you could be doing to help people where you live, your own community, your own family even. But no, it's not about, so to be honest, it's not about you want to help people. You want to, you just want to go do something exciting and make you feel like you're going to fill this empty, hollow void in your soul that is supposed to be satisfied by doing meaningful things and living your life and doing the things that, you know, pursuing the things that you want to do. But you're not doing it because you're working in the, in the you know, the slave factory for your imperial credits so you can buy more pizza and watch more fucking Marvel movies and get the collector's edition of Batman when it comes out. That's why you feel this way because you're living your base. Your life is basically fast food. And I bet a lot of your diet probably is too. Don't go to the fucking Ukraine. Don't.
Good old war song. Her age says, my oldest daughter came home with rune stickers. You would find them on our Swedish version of your anti-hate. Oh, I, I think I'm... You're in Sweden, right? She's in grade three. Though. Well, aren't they Swedish? Aren't you Swedish? That's... That is, that's becoming to the point where it's like, if you're British... To be going around with like a king, a book about King Henry will be racist. It's like, but I'm British. <laughs> they, I mean, for God's sakes, they're just, they're drawings. We're gonna ban drawings now. Secret Asian man says, forget the Russian. Slipknot is coming to Vancouver. Are you going to come hang out with your brother? <laughs> if I could get on a plane, I would have to drive there, and it would be a very, 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 very long drive. It would probably take me a week, and that sucks. On oh, one way. And gas is very expensive. I also learned that to get my bike shipped back here is going to cost me triple what it did last year. So that's great. Uh, and I'm also $20,000 or so in, in the whole... For lawyers, so um, I don't think I'm going to be doing too many extravagant expenses anytime soon. <laughs> My entire existence and net worth is tied up in legal defenses at the, at the moment, but uh, maybe. Enjoy! I would love to see Slipknot. That'd be great. Am I even allowed in as a dirtbag, you know, unvaccinated person? Probably not, but you never know. Maybe. I hope so. Uh, it wouldn't be the same without Jorgensen. Do they have a good replacement drummer? I don't know who the, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't kept up with, I don't know anything. I don't know what the hell's going on with anything anymore. Godzilla Unchained, since, since the government no longer plans to win a war, who better to get sent to the front lines than the rainbow flag-waving slobs? Maybe should, you should be endorsing this inclusivity thing. Maybe I should. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I mean, I'm just glad I'm not a part of it. I am glad I have nothing to do with the military anymore. I, I'm embarrassed. I'm scared and worried and mostly embarrassed for all of it. Slursive, how you doing, man? He says, cheers, biggest. Thank you very much, sir. Good to see you again. Zodiac says, after spending $100 for fuck all at the grocery store, the clerk asks if I want to donate to Ukraine. I said, no, but I'd like to donate five to Russia. The look on her face and the dude behind me was priceless. <laughs> Poop up platter with the, you know, the usual, uh, thank you very much, sir. And uh, Parage again says, yes, I'm Swedish. I'm messing with you. Oh, but she did have a sticker that would be called a Nazi symbol. Probably. Is it the A? Uh, like, there's a bunch. The, you know, the Germans are uh, Germanic people. They use a lot of these. I mean, Jesus Christ, you're just attacking people for using their own cultural. <sighs> the reason they attack that stuff is because symbolism is powerful. They use a lot of it and they don't want you to ever use it because it's basically a, a weapon. You know, that's why they, they're not allowed to have flags. You're not allowed to have, you know, these cool mugs from unpopularopinionapparel.com which sells these and stickers and all kinds of things. They're friends of mine. Go check it out if you want some some stuff. You're not allowed to have anything with symbols on it if you're not the right if you're not the right kind of person. You're not on the right team. Because that promotes uh unity and and you know, it, it creates a culture. We, no, 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 we can't have that. So, everything regardless of where it came from or who used it whatever, everything is the Nazis. All of it all of it is bad. Doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you do. Um they're just going to hate you regardless. Um, God. It's awful. What else? 
Oh, you know, and this, I'll finish the stuff first because it's just stupid. So, yeah, there's the atrocity propaganda, you know, they massacred a bunch of people. Like, fucking prove it, you know? Like, I don't care anymore. And they're all conveniently stacked in <sighs> calls for direct military involvement in conflict. Oh, the U.S. media demands World War III is what they're saying. Uh, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov described the situation as yet another fake attack. Uh, at this point, I believe him pretty much just on reputation alone. Um... Russia's responded to claims its forces committed war crimes by brutally murdering, murdering civilians in a town close to Kiev, calling the incident fake and labeling an orchestration as a staged false, false flag provocation. I'm, I'm sure that it is. Just instinctually. like, I, what, what possible reason would the Russians have to do something like this? And do you really think they would do it and then just leave? Like, let's see if... Like, they know how it works. They know how the propaganda game works. They know how this is going to be... No, they're not going to do that. Who has anything to gain from this? Well, the Ukrainians do. See, the Ukrainians, and have already been caught murdering their own people, uh, could do this, say it was the Russians, get the media to just spin it that way, and then, hey, maybe we get some more war help. Maybe we get some more, we're going to get some more money, we're going to get some more donations, some more soldiers, we'll get some more people over here. We're gonna, what does Russia have to gain from doing this? Oh, well, international condemnation, you know, maybe potentially other people enter the war on the behalf side of the people you just, you know, nothing, absolutely fucking nothing. So why would they do it? That makes no sense. Every single time the, the U.S. media since I've been alive, has said, an atrocity has taken place. We must attack these people. It was a lie every single time. Every single fucking time. They put the, the babies in the incubators? No, they didn't. The Iraqis never did that. That is a debunked, proven lie. But, million people dead anyway. Ugh. Here we go again. I'm sure this time it's true, though. Somewhere in the region of 300 to 400 civilians were slaughtered. Yeah, right. It's like, it's another holocaust. Like, that's they're going to be their next thing, right? In a statement, the Russian defense ministry responded asserting that during the time that Russian armed forces were in control of the settlement, not a single local resident suffered many violent actions. As again, it is not in their interest strategically or tactically to do so. They know this. They have fought these kinds of wars already, Chechnya and in Georgia and so on, um, turning the local population into a, an angry, foaming-at-the-mouth mob wanting you dead and putting fucking landmines and bombs everywhere and poisoning wells and doing everything they fucking can to fuck with your shit because they hate you is not a, not a uh, desirable outcome for your occupying forces. You would like the people to, you know, accept you and want you there and be happy that you're there so they don't fucking kill you and fuck with your shit and get in the way. But no, I'm sure the Russians are just way dumber than me and just can't help themselves. They're just a bunch of, there's a bunch of roaming murderous bandits for no reason and they're just doing this, you know, because they want World War III. That makes perfect fucking sense. Oh. Lavrov says we requested an urgent meeting of the Security Council on this specific issue because we see such provocations as a direct threat to international peace and security. Yep, that's what it is. Um, Russian servicemen left the city on 30 of March, and in 31, the mayor of the city solemnly said that everything was in order, and two days later, we saw how the very performance was organized on the streets, which they are now trying to use for anti-Russian purposes. There's actually a video about this. Where is this guy? 
Check this out. They they use the same basic atro uh, atrocity propaganda um, video for depending on whoever the target audience is. Listen, look at this. Turn this down, actually. So, oh God, won't let me just. Uh... This is all the same. So you got one guy here. He's got 261,000 followers on Twitter, collects hundreds of thousands of dollars from donations. And he's like, oh, my God, look, man. Two, three, four Russian tanks take out. This is them, uh, you know, reclaiming and all oh, those always dead civilians they get into later. Well, that's interesting. Okay, cool video. Except here's another one, and this guy's speaking Arabic. It's the same fucking spot. There's another one. This is a famous Ukrainian neo-Nazi activist, I guess. Same spot. So this is propaganda for their people now. And who else we got? This guy, this guy's a, he's Belarusian. Putin, you're a dickhead, all your Russians will die, blah, blah, blah. And we're, let's see. Oh, look, it's the same area. They even point out the same truck from earlier in the video. This is ridiculous. That they get caught, that they didn't get, they think wouldn't get caught with this. It's this exact, there's the same white truck right behind the guy. This is in the Arab video. They just did it from the other side of the street to make it look different. Oh, my God. And these are destroyed Ukrainian vehicles, by the way. These aren't even Russian. Oh, man. Videos are shot in the same location with wreck of Ukrainian tanks and different actors delivering different messages to different target audiences. Like, why does that video exist? Like, how does that video exist? If I'm the bad guy and they're the good guys and this is all real and this is all true, that's what's happening. Why are there four different videos basically trying to pretend to be the same thing from four different angles, you know, to four different audiences? What what are you doing? How did how did that get orchestrated? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Liquid Zoo, thank you very much. Says, I saw a video that showed the massacre victims visible in the rearview mirror getting up and immediately after the vehicles had passed. Wouldn't surprise me. Cam is key. Says, um, March 31st, the mayor of Buka declares the city free of Russian forces. Now we're seeing dead bodies in the streets, specifically dead bodies on the streets with white armbands, which would indicate that they're friendly to the Russians. Those are ethnic Russians, not pro-Ukrainians. They were killed by Ukrainians, not Russians. Probably. Elbow Deluxe says, before y'all start uh, running to Ukraine to support the current thing, please donate all of your assets to the Dagalon High Council to be distributed to those who need it more than you do. Right, because you're going to be dead anyway. So just uh, donate it, and then we'll, you know, spread it out to the other, uh, other people. Um, and then, yeah, oopsie. Uh, Ukrainian police said they conducted a clearing operation in Buka. This is the same place. A day before the dead body videos emerged. Huh. <laughs> they posted it on Facebook that they conducted a clearing operation the day before the videos emerged showing dead bodies scattered around the settlement as the war as the war of words of the alleged war crime continues. Atrocity propaganda. Look it up. This is just how they 
They're trying to move the ball forward and, and, you know, escalate this. And this is a very classic tried and true way to do it. They did it in World War One. You know, they said things, you know, to get other countries into the war. And, oh, the Germans have, you know, they're raping and killing babies and they're doing all that, you know, this. And they were drawing these drawings and cartoons. And then there was a story, like, the Canadian soldier was crucified alive by the Germans. These, did, these didn't happen. These were fake stories to fucking piss people off so they would want to come fight. They're doing it again. It's the exact same thing. It's always the same thing. Remember the, what were they, the white helmets in Syria? Oh, my God. Some of those videos, like, look at all the dead bodies. And then in the video, one guy gets up and walks away. It was like, what the fuck was that? You know, and, or and oftentimes they will actually just kill a bunch. They've done that, too. The Ukrainians have killed a ton of their own people. They've been doing it for eight years, but they don't give a shit. And then say, oh, yeah, the Russians did it, you know. Every Western nation is in their pocket, or I'm, or vice versa, whatever. Like they're all on a team here. Absolutely nobody's. They banned the Russians from from everything. They're banned from all the news stations. The internet, like they're just basically gone from the internet. And there's just one side of the story, and it's always this side. They're not even interested in finding out what the fuck is going on anymore. They're just telling you what to do. So I mean, there's so many red flags around this. Ugh. MSNBC host demanded direct military involvement, something that would almost inevitably kick off World War III in response. Of course it would. We are past the point of sanctions and strongly worded condemnations and the seizing of oligarchs' mega... It's no longer sufficient. This is so quiet. The evidence of war crimes and crimes against humanity continue to grow. Vladimir Putin has no regard for life or humanity or even the rules of war. He's proven that time and time again... <laughs> this guy's such a shitty actor. And he has also pursued the indiscriminate killing of civilians time and time again, twice before in Ukraine and in Chechnya. The global world order and potentially democracy's survival hang in the balance. If this isn't the kind of... It's interesting, um, TV lying guy, that you talked about uh, killing civilians. Um... I just want to show you a video real quick. Uh, you might enjoy it. It's just for you, buddy. All right? No one else needs to watch this, but Mr. TV Line Guy, you know, oh, he's no respect for, you know, oh, my God. You know, Hillary Clinton shares the same kinds of sentiments here. Let's just watch this. So now you're falling in love. Let me go now. Right. Killing, killing civilians is bad. Yeah, no, we've got the moral high ground, guys. Vladimir Putin's killed civilians. <laughs> Did you just say that? We've been doing nothing but kill civilians for fucking decades. And you're going to pretend that, oh, wow, man, the balls on you guys. The fucking balls on you guys. You know who else? You know who else knows? India man knows. What India man good. India man right, India man good. Listen to this guy. I don't know who he is. This is Indian state or news, I think. What you're seeing is the West organized solidarity against no, Russia. No, 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 West, the no, 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 Professor, Professor Kapsi. We're serious sanctions professor, against Russia. Yeah. Most of the world now, is coming together now, against professor, Russia. India should get off the fence. Okay, now I'll tell you something, Professor Kapsi. And I hope that you will allow me a, a decent response and then Ambassador Pawan Verma will respond to you. I see John wants to respond to you. First, I'd like. First of all, 
with the greatest of respect, Professor Charles Kupchin, you have no moral standing to talk. You are in no position, you as in America, America is in no position to pretend to be the guardian of democracy and human rights. You are the worst perpetrator of atrocities. You, in Barack Obama in 2011, intervened in a nascent Libyan civil war, you know, using the NATO and Arab League partners prolonging the war for one decade. You, you launched armed conflict in at least six countries. Iraq, Syria, Yemen, Somalia, Niger. You carry out drone strikes. You've killed thousands with your drone strikes. You run Guantanamo Bay. You're dealing with India. We're a big country. We're not your satellite state. So don't lecture us on what we need to do. We are going to look out for yourself. You talk about, you use the phrase geopolitical expediency in, in place of values. You lecture me as an American to an Indian on values and you say that we are acting in geopolitical expediency. Let me, let me, let me, allow me, allow me to complete. Allow, allow me to complete, sir. Allow me to complete. Allow me to complete. Where were your values? Where, where were your values? Where were your values when in the first two months of the U.S. invasion of Iraq, 7,186 Iraqi civilians were direct casualties of the war? Was that your expediency? Was an expression of your values, Professor Kapchan? What you're seeing is... <laughs> holy, holy shit. Would that be embarrassing to be that guy? Just getting absolutely scorched on, in, on Indian TV. Oh, India's got to get off the fence and you've got to have a moral. We've got an obligation. Don't you tell me about moral obligations. You killed so many fucking people. You've been a very bad boy. Don't you tell me about that. Listen, if India wants to do any killing, India will do. We're a very big military. We have nuclear weapons. They do. <laughs> right? Hilarious. He was fucking right, though. He was right. Everything he said was true. So it's like, you know what I mean? I just, the, the grandstanding and the moral. Putin is horrible. It's like, I would be more inclined to believe that if you didn't come from it. If, if you didn't say this, if it was anyone else, if this was like, fuck, even India. <laughs> India was like, listen, he's a very bad man. He's doing very bad things. I'd be, really? Like, well, who said that? America did. Oh, right. Never mind. Oh, we did. The Western world. The one we've been just killing people all over the planet for fucking billionaires forever. Henchmen. Henchmen for fucking central bankers and billionaires and pharmaceutical companies and fucking, hey, hey, what about this? Remember when we invaded Iraq and Afghanistan? And remember when the Taliban were in charge? And they're bad dudes, right? You know what I mean? Really bad. Or was them doing drunk history again? <laughs> and they were like, they were like, man, fucking heroin's banned, man. Like, it's bad. And it's banned. And then we invaded and we fucking killed and destroyed everything and everybody. And then uh, heroin came back in, in a bigger way than ever. And now 99% of the entire world supply of heroin comes from Afghanistan. And then there was a massive explosion in opiates, drugs being sold all over America and in Canada and the Western world. And now there's something called an opiate crisis where so many people are addicted to these fucking things and they're overdosing and dying in catastrophically horrifyingly high numbers. Like it's fucking crazy. It's like genocide. 
And they're like, no, Coronu. I'm like, this is way, way worse. I've heard of so many people die from these fucking drugs. It's, you know, more than they, more than were killed in the actual fucking war itself. So, hmm, gee, I wonder what we've been up to the last, did you suppose when the rest of the world watches this, like India and other countries, they're like, what are these people out of their fucking minds? What are we doing? They're just, is this a giant drug selling operation? It does appear that way, yes. That does, that does seem to be the case, yes. Holy shit! I'm and this isn't a, this isn't a fake story. This is my real fucking life. Once upon a time, my uh, platoon, even and maybe it was the company, it was at least the platoon, was tasked with guarding a Halliburton survey team that were looking for natural gas. I remember this very clearly because I went, oh, the conspiracy theory part of my brain just got fucking confirmed in a big way. Why are uniformed Canadian soldiers protecting uh, civilian contractors from the United States who are here on a business mission to look for money? Excuse me? Aren't we supposed to be finding and destroying the Taliban? I mean, I'm an infantryman. I mean, that's my job. To find the other guy and fucking murder his ass. That's my entire job. That's literally the job description. It's not quite said like that. <laughs> but that is the job. So why is it that I'm out here in the middle of nowhere watching these ass these rich assholes in their expensive trucks? And how did they even get these trucks here? Did you fly these here? They were like Denali's and shit. And they've got all this equipment and they're like, what the fuck? What is this? Taking turns in the tur in the turret and shit. We're just like, you know, so nobody attacks them. It's like, are we protecting? They have Halliburton on them. Like, we're protecting a, a what is this? What what? Makes you wonder. Start. It made me start to wonder. You know what I mean? What would I know? I was I was I was I was only there. I only fucking want. I mean, I've got a skull back there full of dirt. From the Registan Desert, if you want to test it, you know, I don't know. I don't know. What would I know? I was only there. I'm probably fake news. CBC is telling you the truth, and I'm making it up because I don't know. I haven't thought of the reason why I would do that yet, but I'm sure it'll come to me. Something will come to me. <sighs> Jesus. What was I talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just ranting about nothing now. Stupid! So anyway, yeah, uh, war bad, war bad, uh, TV lying, India man good, India man good. More on the news. You want to hear some more? Oh, I don't want to read this. Um, again, the priority of the news is, is of course, journalistic integrity, finding the whole story, you know, all, all the facts and presenting them as such in an unbiased manner. So that you, the population, can be better served and we would be served as a whole, a society, as a people, as a whole. Having the unbiased, unfiltered, you know, the facts about what is going on. So then we, collectively, as a society, can sift through this information expertly and professionally accrued and, and you know, arranged and presented by, you know, expert professionals 
that are obsessed with and duty-bound to find just the facts of the situation as best they can to present them to you so that we can make decisions collectively as a society, as a people together, about what to do about the facts of the reality in which we reside. Exactly, right? That's exactly the whole point. That's not. That's what they're doing. There's nothing else going on. Nobody's focusing on anything fucking weird. They're definitely not... No, no. They're definitely not doing things like vetting the races of guests before letting them on the air. CBC is doing. That would be totally ridiculous. Internal documents have revealed that CBC told its employees to vet the races of proposed guests before inviting them to appear on a program to ensure that they met a diversity quota. As first reported by Rebel News, an internal memo with the state broadcast revealed that producers were directed to Google and to research potential interview subjects to determine what their ethnicity was. The effort was part of a quota system within CBC meant to better reflect the diversity of Canadian communities. So again, your pri- oh, so you're telling me your priority is like imagery. Imagery and social messaging is the priority. And if there's time, we'll find out what's going on and then tell me, like, when does that happen? At what part of the process are we like, but this is what happened? What if everybody in the story, in the situation, everything involved in this is a bunch of white people because we're in a country that's 70, 75% white people? Do you go, well, I know you, like, so the Porta Peak shooting massacre there in Nova Scotia. This, listen, this, this, this panel of people is not diverse enough. I don't care that it's like a 90% white community. We need way more. We need, we need a Muslim guy. We need a Chinese woman. We need a fucking, uh, we need a tranny in a unicorn costume. Uh, we need like, what the fuck? (laughs) Right? No, you need the people that were there. The people that matter, the people that are involved. Who gives a shit? If it was in a Sikh resident neighborhood, I would imagine almost everyone would be Sikh. Wouldn't be surprising. You go, nope, that's not enough. No, we have to have, it has to be diverse. <laughs> we need to have. It's like these are kids that are obsessed with sorting their coloring, you know, the crayon box, you know? They have to be in the right order. They've got to be in the right order. It's got to go, it's got to go orange, red. You know, it's got to go yellow, orange, red. It has to go through, you know what I mean? Like, does that matter? Like, the crayons are in the box, you know? Red Bull, it matters. It matters very much. Okay. Okay, crazy person. A guest sourcing survey asked producers to rely on publicly available diversity data to internet searches to find out if guests were people of color or indigenous. Other words, not white people. What does that mean? If Okay, so people of color or indigenous. Who doesn't fit in those categories just by process of elimination? I'll give you a minute. (laughs) Current Affairs is currently collecting publicly available diversity data on its guests with a view to ensuring its programming better reflects the diversity of... Oh, my God. Please complete the following information below based on publicly available information. Please answer the following questions about each person or source in your story that has contributed meaningfully. Wow. Fucking wow. It's as bad as I thought. I I didn't read it until I just put it up. I got the headline. I'm like, I guarantee that's going to piss me off. So I saved it. They literally are going to tailor the story and they're like, listen, <laughs> each person or source in your story that has contributed meaningfully. So like we have to leave certain people on the story because it would throw off the diversity data, the, the diversity fucking data. 
We gotta include random people that weren't even there because we can't publish this unless there's a f if there's not a native uh, female elder chief that's disabled, we can't put her in there. I can think of one you could have used, but you trampled her with a horse, so she's busy right now. <laughs> this is the stupidest shit I've ever heard of. <laughs> How are the journalists? <laughs> Uh, oh my, oh my, oh my goodness. What, let's keep, it keeps going. This is fun now. I'm having fun now. <laughs> um, the document asked producers to identify the gender and ethnicity of the participants as well as determine whether they were biracial or multiracial. What in the fuck does that mean? Does that mean you like, was the guest speaking specifically about a topic related to their ethnicity? Management asked, is the character an appointed figure, i.e. a politician? What? Producers were supposed to also provide additional details of the ethnic origin for persons of color. <laughs> Just say non-white people, for fuck's sakes. That's what it means. Everyone is a person of color except white people. That's what it means. Uh... The two-page document was required for every person who appeared on the air, including random Canadians appearing on on-street interviews. <laughs> Jesus. So I have to sit there and not interview a ton of people because, like, no, we got to hit the quota. We need the Chinese lady and we can't go home until we find one. <laughs> this is absurd. Oh, my God. You're trying to manipulate reality now. You're trying to, like, I don't care what it is, but it's going to be a diverse story, damn it. I did it in rural Newfoundland. There's nobody. I don't care. There had better be a mosque in rural Newfoundland. And if there's not, you better go build one right now and make it part of this story. Or we're not running it because it's not diverse enough. What? What are we doing? What in the fuck? This is crazy. <laughs> Everyone who appears on air. CBC's diversity questionnaire was exposed after former producer Tara Henley referenced it in a January 3 article explaining why she resigned from the Crown Corporation. According to Henley, CBC has been compromised by the radical far left. I would guess so! I would say that's probably correct, Tara. I have a fucking sneaking suspicion after reading this article that you may be 100% correct. She says, to work at the CBC in the current climate is to embrace cognitive dissonance and to abandon journalistic integrity. <laughs> How dare this bitch tell the truth? How dare get rid of her now? It is time she resigned. It's <laughs> so she's slightly critical. To abandon to work at CBC is to abandon journalistic integrity and embrace cognitive dissonance. That's what she fucking said about CBC, where she just worked, which we gave a billion dollars to every year to shape the minds of the people that live in this country. It's only to a <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, and it continues. She's not done. I, I, I almost need to fucking spice this up a little more. This is crazy. I can't even believe I did. I, this is insane. Like, I got to read this next part. It's even worse. Listen to this. It is 
to sign to, to work at CBC in the current climate is to embrace cognitive dissonance and abandon journalistic integrity. It is to sign on enthusiastically to a radical political agenda that originated on Ivy League campuses in the United States, spread through the American social media platforms that monetize outrage and stoke societal divisions. It is to... It is to pretend that the woke worldview is near universal, even if it is far from popular with those you know and speak to and interview and read. Okay, Tara. So a little bit of a, a little bit of a minor critique on how things are done at CBC. <laughs> I know we could do better. We're always striving for progress, and we're gonna we're gonna we are gonna do better. We are gonna do our best. No, she ripped your guts out. Basically said everything that I would ever have said about you and worse, but in a way classier way. CBC is a fucking in disgrace. It is a it's a criminal. It should be a criminal organization. Here's why I think that. And I'm, there, I don't know if there's laws about this. There should be. They, what they're doing is lying all the time. And now they're going to such crazy lengths that they're implementing social justice policies that inter to, even at the expense of interfering with the fucking news and finding out what's going on. We'll just inject poly, you know, <laughs> identity politics in instead of actually doing the news. So again, as people are relying on this information to make life decisions and understand what's going on, you're just straight force feeding them horse shit, like just shoveling it in there. Like you can't get it in fast enough. And you're doing it on part, you know what you're doing too, which is like, that's like sabotage, isn't it? Like, I don't understand. I'm, I'm, ethically, this should be a crime, you know, morally. There's no way, right? I don't know if it is or not. It fucking should be. And it should be like, it, it feels like sabotage or treason to me, really. Because most of the people that still watch this shit believe it because they believe, well, there must be, they, they have no idea. They're complete lying sacks of shit. They'll never see a story like this. They'll never see someone who just, well, I wonder what happened to that Tara lady. I liked her. She quit because they're all full of shit. They're lying constantly about everything. She said it was to abandon journalistic integrity itself to even work there. That is probably the worst fucking thing you can imagine. It is to embrace cognitive dissonance. It is to accept living in a false reality and abandon and just become one of fucking Sauron's propagandists. Just become a massive lying snake for the Empire. That's what she said. She worked there. I believe her because I've seen a lot of their work and I concur. It is quite the mess. It's quite the, uh, quite the situation. I'm not a big fan of it. If they just stopped lying, we wouldn't have these problems. They are the fucking whole problem, man. Jeez. Once the media got monopolized, it was curtains after that point. If you control all of the information that people get, whether it's true or not, if you decide what people get to see and read and hear, you literally control reality. You can make them believe anything because there's only one side of the story. Yours. They have no one else. And you've got so many of them saying it. There's an army of people saying your side of the story. And an army of other people just trying to destroy anyone else from saying anything otherwise. They're helpless. And they live and they embrace the cognitive dissonance. Holy shit.
Hellbilly Deluxe says, will you please separate the Heinz 57 says by ingredient, please? It's for diversity. <laughs> what? Anderson Paladin says, Netflix, the news agency. Indeed. Get your, wait, wait until you see the Dagalon documentary on Netflix. Oh my god, can you imagine? We'll make the fifth estate hit piece look like a fucking joke. And that was pretty funny, Jillian, I must admit. He's still walking free, and he's on a goat farm. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be? Why wouldn't I be free? And so what? I'm on a goat farm. Why, what does that matter? What was the purpose of that? Why did you put that in? Why did you put that in, Julian? Jillian, Julian, I whatever. Why? Why? He's on a goat farm. You edited it. I'm. It was your program, and you looked at that and went, "Mm-hmm, yeah, run it." No one in the room was like, "But I don't understand." With this, like, we're trying to make him look bad, right? This is just weird. I don't. Like, do are we? Do we not like goat farms? Do we? Are they bad? Are they? We're doing a far right animals of the Third Reich next? Is they goats? Like, what do you, I don't understand the significance here. I mean, he's on the internet talking for like countless hours, and you've chosen to. Are you okay? You did get your booster this morning. I see. Well, this is starting to make more sense. I'm just, I'm just saying. I don't see how this, this doesn't. I mean, it doesn't make him look good. It's just, it, it's just strange. I don't know. It's gonna confuse. Whatever, fine. All right. Send. <laughs> put, it in, put it in the goat clip. Oh, she's drunk again. Dylan, we talked about this. I said put it in the fucking clip in, God damn it. Don't, don't make me get in my Botox gun. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anna Denova says, yes, taking CBC news down. Honestly, in my ideal world, we'd have we'd still have CBC music for Canadian indie bands and singers, but fire all the woke hosts. Yes, we should be hosted by Greg Arcade. That's who should hope host CBC music. <laughs> uh, a goat never tried to inject me with uh, seeds. <laughs> not yet he hasn't you don't know what Philip's capable of he could be doing anything you can't stop that guy oh man it's all so it's all so tiresome it's all the same um, you know and then we've got the like they're intentionally destroying the country I Or are they this dumb? It's so hard to tell. It, it's mind-boggling to me because I'm like, I'm just a regular dude and I'm an idiot. And I'm like, this is spit your cereal out of your mouth. Whoa, stop! Like, level stupid. Like, whoa, don't do that. That's like, that's like you're eating cereal and then you see a toddler walking around with a loaded gun. You're like, whoa, okay. No, no. Right? How, how, how is no one else being like, oh, this is a terrible idea? No. $85 billion are going to be set aside for a guaranteed income plan. That'll never happen, bro. Universal income will never happen, bro. There's two ways to make a man a slave. One is to make him work without pay, and the other is to pay him not to work. And that's what they're going to do. 
they're just gonna pay everybody a livable wage. Uh, it just you know everybody deserves to live. You know, where is this money coming from? It has to come from somewhere. Is it coming from me and you and other people with jobs? Yes. Because again, the money is going to be printed by the central bank, loaned to the Canadian government, and they're going to buy even, and it's going to be worth even less again. Inflation will continue rapidly this time. As you're just giving away, you're just printing money and just buying time and giving these fools what they think. Oh my God, free money. Amazing. That is a fucking amazing. We're going to get free money now? Uh, there's no such thing. <laughs> um, you're going to you're going to be paying for it all right in taxes, and your standard of living drastically being reduced, and they're they're dummying you over the head with basically jingling keys and <laughs> filling filling your mouth full of drugs. It's fine. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. Oh no, it's gonna be fine. Oh, here, have some free money. It's okay. Are you almost done. They're they're getting the escape shuttle ready, and you're fucking. Oh, my God. Conservative MP is blasting a basic income plan to make its way through the Senate, saying it's a disaster in the making for the Canadian economy. Yep. If passed, Bill S-233, otherwise known as an act to develop a national framework for a guaranteed livable basic income, would task the Minister of Finance with creating a national framework to give a guaranteed basic livable income to people over the age of 17, temporary workers, permanent residents, and refugee claimants. So all these people are going to get a guaranteed livable basic income. So what, $3,000 a month? $4,000 a month? To tens of millions of people? What about the ones that already have jobs? Do they get it too? Are we just going to print money like crazy people? Like completely, like we're completely out of our minds. We're just going to airdrop money on people like they joked about in 2008, 2009? Remember the big short that was, oh, let's just give everybody a bunch of money. Yeah, let's make it way worse. No, we're going to do that now. We're seriously going to do that? Well, no, I'm going to get fucking $4,000 a month. I'm going to be rich. No, you're not. Because everyone else is also going to get $4,000 a month. So your relative wealth position in the world did not jump up. Everyone just did this. Everything just costs more. Because now there's more money. You didn't go up the social ladder at all. Everyone is getting... It doesn't make any difference. All this is going to do is make everything cost more. Because it's money printing. It, it's fucking insanely... Cra it's crazy to me that they don't see how this is going to work. Have you seen your grocery bills? Like, like I'm not that smart. I've, I mean, I just did a basic idiot caveman level of, of of education on how this shit works and this is pretty simple and it's not good and have you seen the grocery store prices and your commodity prices and you notice they're just skyrocketing do you know why that is because they're printing money like fucking crazy and everything's costing more it's just more money uh, the value of your dollars is going into the toilet and after this goes through it's going to go into overdrive because if they're saying it's going to cost $85 billion. It's going to cost two or three times that much, probably. That's how every government program works. I remember the the, the federal uh, gun buyback proposal was supposed to be what? Like, it'll cost $10 million. And it ended up costing like $3 billion. And it didn't even, like, these guys are not people you trust with. Oh, my God. 
They're going to take into account the goods and services that are necessary to ensure individuals can lead a dignified and healthy life, as, a co- as, as well as the cost of those goods and services in accessible markets. Oh, my God. After a few years of this, we're fucking, we're, in, we're Venezuela. Literally. Uh, the Parliamentary Budget Officer released a report in 2021 saying that the cost of this type of program would be a staggering $85 billion in 21-22. This is twice as much. As our listen, this is twice as much as our federal contribution to our entire healthcare system. Eighty-five billion dollars, with the inflation rate reaching thirty-year highs, our economy under extreme pressure and record high prices. We must implement policies that promote economic growth rather than short-sighted policies that weaken the economy and only serve to increase our already substantial national debt. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Zimmer went on to say the plan would sap people's motivation to get a job. Yes, it does. At the end of the day, Canadians must ask themselves, where is this money going to come from and who will ultimately pay the price for these expensive policies? We must think of future generations of Canadians, wrote Zimmer, that neo-Nazi accelerationist, far-right, bigot-phobe, misogynist uh, hate, you know, probably, because he said something that was true, and that's what you you say to everybody that says anything that's true, because you don't like them telling you the truth. We have a nation and a world of being run by fucking children. See, because... As an adult, someone can sit you down and go, listen, man, like, I think this is fucked up and you're making a mistake and you're doing something wrong or whatever. And they'll go, I see. And you'll have the car. A child goes, no, I'm fucking not. And they freak out. And they attack everyone. They attack people that are trying to help them. Like, dude, you're, you're making a mistake. You know, we've all met those people. Those are the people running the country now. Isn't that nice? They can. They don't make. They don't make mistakes ever. They're they're smarter than you. They're geniuses. They're narcissists. Great. Oh oh good. Oh that's great. Oh my god, guys! I just get so excited all of a sudden. I just realized what we're in for. This is gonna be. It's gonna be great. He says, if our children and grandchildren are to inherit a strong and prosperous economy, which has a wide array of employment opportunities, we must stand against the bankrupting policies of the NDP liberal government. Oh, right. The supermajority government. I forgot about that. They're never getting voted out now. A national framework for a guaranteed livable income has been floated by the NDP before a separate bill in the House of Commons completes its first reading. December 16, 2021. Oh, my God. We're just going to burn it all down here in Canada. We're going full fucking just Looney Tunes. Why not? It's already, it's fine. We might as well. We might as well just blow it all up at this point. Um, my God. Some weekends on Tuesday says, since we're going full communist, here's a little bit of my guaranteed income for that one. Oh, it's never worked. It's always been a disaster. Every single person that, every people that have ever tried this, disaster, disaster, disaster. Every time, every time, every time. Hey! That this time it'll it'll work because you know reason it's so crazy to me. Hellbilly Deluxe says in free Gibbs for the dirty ones. No for oh ner- what? Some weekends on Tuesday says fuck this. I'm heading for the hills as soon as I get water purification unit for my RV. Bigot redoubt coming soon. <laughs> Let me know where you end up. I'm scared. I don't like it. I don't like what's going on here. This is fucking mental. Free crack, free crack pipes come next. Wasn't that something they tried to do in the States, too? Ah! Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My God. This is crazy. Do you guys ever, like... I'm going to get out of here in a minute. Do you guys ever, like... Um, 
How common is this? Where you're like, you just take a minute. Well, this happens to me at least once a week. And I'll just like be in shock that this much crazy shit is actually happening. Like there, this is like, all of it. The last two, three years, four years, like this is all. <laughs> I almost get a panic attack thinking about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a good thing this happened slowly because if it happened all at once, people obviously would have freaked the fuck out, you know, myself included. It's like, no, no, we'll just walk it in over a few years. Don't worry. This is not like, like, this is not even fucking, like, people, especially if they're like 17, 18, right? 16. Like, this is not even close to what normal reality was, like, two, three years ago. It's changed so much. I have no, like, it's a totally, completely different world now. 100% different than it was in, like, 1995 or even 2005 or even 2015. And <laughs> Papa Headspunk says, I'm always having a panic attack. It's normal now. Every day, somebody else says, every day, same, yep. Right? That's not surprising. Yeah, pretty good, right? It's fucked. <laughs> like, in the places we find ourselves, me especially, like, in some of the things that's happened to me in the last few months, I'm just like, this is completely out of control now. Like, uh, this was my advertisement for the channel and the podcast of which this is again, reiterating for them for, because apparently I have to break this down for people. Sometimes this is not a militia. This is not a, this is not a, you know, (laughs) come on. This was an advertisement I made. Uh, because this is literally every morning pretty like now, especially, um, I'm going to upload this. I think to my other, I don't think I got this on my other, this is where we're at now. This is how I feel about everything all the time. It's every day for me. Oh God. I'm awake again. Oh, great. Oh, the phone. What fresh hell awaits me on the devil's messenger today? Can't be worse than yesterday. There's no way. Oh, am I kidding? Of course it can't be worse than yesterday. It's always worse. It's Deltacron now, for fuck's sakes. It's not too late to fake my death. Head for Mexico? No. Come on, suck it up. You can do this. You never know. Maybe... Justin's been assassinated or something. Come on. All right, let's see.
pretty much every day of my life. I still have the same feeling every day I wake up. I go, oh no. Like, I just, and it's like a, the there's a moment of anxiety now. There's going to be entire psychological, like, like therapy, like methods built around just living through this whole fucking thing. Like I, hi, my name is Rage, and I'm I'm a pandemic bullshit survivor. <laughs> welcome, welcome. All of us here suffer from the same disease. Where for fucking several minutes a day, when we wake up, we're too afraid to look at our phone because it's like every day it's like rush roulette. I don't even want to know, but I have to know. I gotta look at it sooner or later. I can't hide. I mean, I gotta fuck, 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 fuck. And then you look at it, and then sometimes nothing's happened. You go through all your messages and your emails, and you look at the news, and you're like, okay, everything, everything's basically the same as yesterday. So that's good. That's, that's good. Okay, all right, right? We're, I mean, we're, it's not better. <laughs> no, it's not better, but it's not worse. No, I'm telling you. No, go look. It's not worse. Oh, hey, do you want to go for a walk? Maybe we can go outside. <laughs> it feel a little better for a little while. And then sometimes you're having a great day. And you're like, oh, you know what? I'm starting to feel better. You know what? I think things are good. Soon this is going to be over. This is good. Yeah, this is going to boop, boop. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. And then something horrible has happened. And you're like right back to the. It's just. <laughs> We're all going to go insane. I think so. This is all I'm doing, right? Okay, government? Like, this is my entire intent. I, this entire thing is a very elaborate attempt for me to not go fucking insane. Because I can't take this crazy shit. <laughs> this is how far I'm willing to go to me. I'm trying really hard, okay? I'm trying really hard. Because the shit going on out there is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> okay oh my god oh reality is fucked right now <laughs> do you ever think it can go back to normal like how long will that take and what would that look like it, would we just would we just know one day that like hey do you realize that nothing awful's happened for like two months three more six months like I, th I think it, I think it might be over. <laughs> Is it over? <laughs> like when, when? <laughs> Today, the government of Ontario is announcing a mandatory <laughs> digital ID program that uh, you must get tattooed under your face or you don't get any butter, buddy. Nobody gets any butter then if you don't get it, get the, get the, the real case tattooed on your heads. Oh God! Like how much more? <laughs> and it's they—they are working on this stuff. So it's like people don't spend money, and you know, billions into researching and developing these systems to then not implement them. Like, oh, hey, we did invent this psychotic control grid that we could implement, and there's going to be facial recognition and AI deter like. <laughs> We're going to have a social credit score. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. You're going to love it. You're going to love me. You're going to love my Matrix. I got the best Matrix. You're going to love my Matrix. It's good for you. Get in the pod. Eat the bus. I don't want to go in. Oh, you're going to go in there. 
But my friends, they're going to make you go in there, see? You're out of your mind! A lot of people have said that about Genius Man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Somebody do something! <laughs> oh my god. We're in so much trouble. <laughs> I'm like, is there anybody even watching this now? I've completely lost my mind. <laughs> There we go. All right. All right. I think that's enough of this silliness. Um, Hellbeat Deluxe says, uh, free needles and stab sites are a thing. Oh, I know. Uh, Parade says, take care. You must be part Viking with that color of beard. I am, sir. I'm Danish. I've described, I've said before, my grandmother is from Denmark. Big Ed says, cheers, man. Have a good night. Thank you very much. Weed oil ain't shit confirmed. That's right, guys. Um, anyway... I will take this opportunity to say thank you very much to uh, many of you guys uh, in, the, in the, you know, the wider community, social club, I guess. I'm, I should start saying that for legal reasons and for fucking calm down some people. They're really fucking worried about us. Like, you have no idea. It's crazy. Like, that is hilarious to me. And not that I meant, I'm just like, whoa, you know, like, whoa, big fella, calm down. They're like gearing up SWAT teams. Like, we're going to get them all in jail. They're going to kill us all. We're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's just settle down there a minute there. Just, eh, just slow down there, big fella. It's going to be okay. Let me just tell you. So there's, so there's no militia? No, no, there never was. No, it's okay. Just take some deep breaths, all right? You're getting really excited to worry about you. You got your heart condition now. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, all, all you guys out there and um, that have uh, supported me and, you know, uh, Morgan as well. Thank you guys so much. Um, you know. All we ever, all, you know, any of us and myself, I, I think most of us ever attended was we just, this is, this is crazy. The last few years, especially, life is crazy on its own, but the last couple of years we're playing on expert mode or something, right? My only, my sole intention and um, all I ever wanted was to, you know, just be able to speak my mind and say what was in my head because it, it made me feel better to say it. And to, you know, entertain people and give them something to listen to and something to, you know, and provide them a place where they can, you know, feel as though they have other people that understand them. That is an incredibly, you know, how dare anyone not give that to somebody? That's like a human right. No matter who you are, you know, someone out there must, you know, that'd be a lonely feeling to think nobody, nobody understands anything, you know, you're like an alien. And that's what these people have done with their, with their divisiveness over the last few years. So that was the entire purpose of the community was to bring people together and network them and, and help them navigate this fucking nightmare. And it's way better to do it and easier to do it if you put many heads together. If you have your friends, if you have people you trust, if you have a community, a network, then your odds of, you know, successfully, healthily navigating your, your situation is going to be exponentially increased versus no, stay home, stay on the computer, in your house, never go outside, don't talk to anyone, and just become completely and fucking insane on the internet to where you think birds aren't real. No. <laughs> no good. 
and it's very fulfilling and and satisfying to me and not not that I want it. I just I feel good about it because I've seen a lot a lot of things you guys have said to me and passed along and, and seen you know your your friendships and relationships come together and, and see everybody uh, smiling and happy and and you know surviving that's great How can how can that be bad? I don't know. Some people think it's bad. <laughs> Some people think I'm a terrorist, you know. But um, anyway, my point was thank you guys uh, so much for that and, and doing that and and sticking with it and and being here and you know we're not uh, we're not doing anything fucked up. You're good people. I've met a lot of you. You know, I don't regret doing any of this at all, <laughs> right? I'm glad that I did it. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, uh, you know, happy to see how, how well you, a lot of you guys are doing. And, and it's, uh, it's my honor and privilege. So thank you very much. Lone Star Texan says, Cease is seriously, what are you guys doing? <laughs> well, listen. And, you know, if there are people that are, like, crazy, right? And we've had a couple, haven't we? Legitimately fucking insane. That could very well be dangerous. They get drawn into places like this. That makes sense. I don't take that personally. I would, I would do that, too. Because if you're looking for people like that, let's say it's your job, where would you look? Where do you look for them? Well, it makes sense. Right? So I don't take it personally. Um, but I'm just saying, I don't think you're going to find anything. <laughs> and if you do, it has nothing to do with us. <laughs> Those crazy people, right? Do I, would I hold every fucking person, you know, oh my God, a, a, a person, a, a CSIS agent was arrested for being a pedophile. They're not, you're all pedophiles. Well, no, but... Ugh, yeah, it looks bad, but <laughs> he wasn't with us. We didn't know. We didn't know that's what he was doing. And, ah, if we'd known, we would have known. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you're good people, and, and I'm, I'm thankful for you, and I, I'm, I'm glad you're doing well, and I hope you continue to do well. I am going to go have a snack and go to bed. The people, people come in, but they don't go out. You know, <laughs> people come into these circles, and they, 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 they get out of the more and more every day. Just kind of snap out of whatever you want to call it, the matrix, I guess. They don't go back in. I don't know anyone who's gone back in. Once they're out, they don't go back in. So that means they have to keep. Up with this attrition rate. Because more and more people are, are figuring it out all the time. They're not going back in. What happens when uh, it's like a race? It's like a race to the finish line. Can they, can they finish their, you know, 
whatever the hell they're up to before too many people figure it out. Because there's got to be a number where it becomes too many people have figured it out. And what kind of people are they, et cetera. So I don't know. I'm not, uh, I'm not blackpilled on it just yet, but uh, Canada's definitely fucked. <laughs> we're we're going to have a rough... We're going to have a... We're going to have a bad time, I think. I do not want to spend three fifty for gas and bread is... Oh, boy. She won't oh, you never know. Maybe aliens will... Maybe aliens will show up. At this point... I expect that on my phone. That's what I'm expecting next, and I wouldn't even be surprised. Pentagon warns of pending alien invasion to in support of Ukraine. I'd be like, yeah, probably. That doesn't... No, that's exactly what I expected, honestly. There's no rules anymore. Everything is insane. Star Texan Hellbilly Deluxe some weekends and Tuesdays. Now, Anna Dova, you're welcome. Sean M, you said it. Oh, I don't know what you guys are up to. Uh, Begets per H, Hellbilly, I got you already. Anderson Paladin, Cam is key. Liquid Zoo, short and long. Hoop Hut Planner, Zodiac, Slursive, Godzilla Unchained, Secret Asian Man, Black Guy, Bigot. Pilot Mike, Fisher of Men. Joseph Cole. Windsor 519. CRJ, Real Donald T. Blams! Full draw. Hey, oh, hey. Kaiva M. Rich and Reverend Chad. Thank you guys so much. And I'll uh, see you again next time. Pro Pat, 6M Tyrannus. Death to Stalin! Stalin was really gay, though. I mean, fucking terrible. Really bad. Like, maybe one of the worst ones. He might be the one of the worst ones. Horrible. Horrible guy. RagingDistant.com for all the social media links and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, fuck, whatever. It's all on there. And uh, entropystream.live slash RagingDistant Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern-ish, usually. At all of the places you can find on said website, RagingDistant.com. And please join the Telegram channel to keep up with the news post updates and all kinds of other shenanigans. Morgan's fucking taking embarrassing pictures of me while I'm sleeping and that kind of stuff. T.me slash Raging Dissident. That's it. That's all. Thanks a lot, guys. I'll see you next time. I am fucking high now. Really, I took too much again. Things are going to get weird upstairs. I, to, I might stare at the window for a while.
No, Phil, I told you not to go to Ukraine. No, I did not ever say to uh, fuck shit up. That wasn't me. I did not say that. No, she didn't say it either. No. You went of your own volition and you massacred that town because you liked to. I know what you're like. I've read your journal. I can't believe you keep one. It is very incriminating. Phil, the Cantian Forest Massacre was in there. Like, why? You're a, like an enigma wrapped in a puzzle, wrapped in a murdery, cocaine-filled Chinese fortune cookie. Yes, you are scary. That, that's what I'm saying. That is essentially exactly what I'm saying. Yes, everyone is.